0: Our guest today is Mukesh Prasad Singh, fondly known as Mukri. One has to approach entrepreneurship as a career
1: and not as a one-shot thing. The best things in life are free. If you want to predict the future, create one. I used to think for the longest period of time that a million is 5 zeros. And then Jeff asked the pop quiz. And the ki, why is Lord Ganesha called as Ekdan? So he is teaching a story to his son about perseverance based on an Indian mythology. Right? Were where we desperate to raise money, absolutely we were desperate to raise that money. But on the same note, I didn't want to like raise money on a bunch of lies that I didn't believe in. roti right? makan ho Question is, ki roti mein layer butter
0: We use this phrase for India or from India. I think both are leveraging, you know, India potential, India strength. If I look back at the 25 years, probably if I look at what I was planning and what I did, like probably a 15% 20%. I think your metric has been, you know, prioritizing satisfaction way above success. Success will the ball, be Hello, I am Mukesh Pansal. Welcome to SPARKS. Our guest today is Mukesh Prasad Singh, fondly known as Mukri. Vukri studied computer science at IIT Kanpur and later on went to MIT for his master's. Vukri has been around startups for the last 25 years, both in Silicon Valley and in India. In between, he has had a couple of large stints as well. In 2007, when Amazon was starting India, he was part of the core team that set the initial foundation. Later on, Vukri was CTO at make My trip when it was going public. In 2011, Vukri started his entrepreneur journey by starting Zopnow. Zopnow was among the first few online e-commerce pioneers in the country Mukri ran Zopnow successfully over the next 7 years and in 2018, he pivoted Zopnow into Zopsmart which became a highly successful and profitable grocery as company Mukri is an avid marathoner who has run over 150 marathons he continues to run 4 marathons nearly every year but apart from his achievement, Mukri is known for his humble lifestyle for his love of sports and continuously learning and tinkering in creating new products, often just with his own hands. In this episode, we'll discuss many lessons Mukherjee learned from his entrepreneur journey, various ups and downs he went through, and also how he navigated a very successful pivot under a very difficult situation. We hear some wonderful anecdotes from his time at Amazon and also from his time in Silicon Valley. We talk about the roles of habits and rituals which help small things compound over a long period of time. We also deep dive into opportunities that are ahead of us in India and why Mukri is super excited about many different projects in the coming decades. It was a great, fun conversation talking to a close friend. I found a lot of relevant insight and tools. I am pretty sure you will get inspired listening to Mukri's journey and find things that you will be able to apply in your own life. Hope you really enjoy this conversation. Mukri, welcome. Thank you, much, Sir. Excellent sir. to have you here. I'm
1: glad to be here. I like am doing this podcast for the first time. So I'm bound to make mistakes, but we'll learn along the way. I
0: have known you for 30 years, but never got the opportunity to ask some questions. Today, I'm going to like, take the liberty to ask everything that I wanted to know about you. And probably I'm guessing in front of camera, you're going to be very truthful. Truthful, I'm not sure. But as long as the editor is along with me, I'm fine. Okay? But go ahead. No, all the editing team works for Spark. So I think we've got fully covered. I'm very curious, Mukri. I think, you know, growing up in India, going to IIT, like, you know, United, you know, it's a, And from there, you managed to go to MIT, which is basically a dream. It was a dream for me, which obviously I could never fulfill or come close to. You went to MIT, and somehow you dropped out of a year. Why? How? So, it's
1: interesting. Like, even uh, going to MIT was not a straightforward decision. So, as you rightly said, I grew up in like India. Within India, I grew up in Bihar. And Bihar, if you are like slightly good in studies, you are supposed to become an IAS officer, preferably a corrupt IAS officer. So the story of my life was, when I got into IIT, right, the entire plan was what my parents expected me to do was, like many other relatives, become an IS officer and then uh, mint some money, not the traditional way, but the right way of making money kind of thing, right. So when I first uh, got the MIT fellowship, right, Interestingly, my parents are very against it, right? Despite the name MIT, right? They said, why MIT? Why don't you try the civil services? So on and so forth, right? They think it's a Institute. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so thankfully, thankfully, right? My my father is an engineer. So he graduated from MNRAC, M- Allahabad, right? See, he knew MIT is a good college, so on and so forth. So that was the positive. But despite that, he was more along the lines that do you really want to go outside India? Isn't, I guess, the right thing to do? So on and so forth. Thankfully... He eventually, like it took me almost a month to convince him. I eventually convinced him that uh, I should go to US, do my PhD at MIT, so on and so forth, Kenneth. And by the way, I got state admitted to the PhD program. So I was supposed to do a PhD, Kenneth, right? So so that is how like getting in, more than like applying and everything else, like the home pressure was uh, the more interesting challenge, let's put it, to handle, of right? Now when I got in, right, so this is like 97, right? So uh, early days of internet, Everybody was making tons of money by either taking company public or IPOs or uh, uh, secondary so on and so forth kind of thing, right? So so first year in Boston, like very interesting. Like in terms of PhD, I had one of the better PhDs kind of thing, right? So I was into quote-unquote AI animation, so on and so forth kind of thing, right? And uh, but the real like reason to drop out was in some sense a very foolish one, right? So that time, uh, my fellowship amount was like $1,400 per month. Which, by the way, for a student is quite nice. Kind of thing. So I used to live in. Uh, you have been to that house, like we used to live in Boston, nice area of Boston. You are like uh, what 21, 22 kind of thing. All good things in life. So 1400 was not bad. But then you read that hey, X, Y, Z at the age of 25 has become a millionaire by doing a startup, so on and so forth. Kind of thing, right? So so that's in my area, boss, like IIT, MIT, boss. I need to make that much money, kind of thing. Right? And here's the funny part, right? So, growing up in India, we are very used to the Indian numeral system, right? Hajar, ten lakh, lakh, no, was a big thing, right? So, lakhpati, crohpati, lakhpati, my number system stopped at Karor. right? So, believe it or not, right? Zoasis, which was the first startup I do, I, and I'll talk about that one, right? I used to think for the longest period of time that a million has five zeros, right? Because kabhi million ne dekha hai nahi tha right? So, my father, who was into a st- working for a steel plant, when I used to ask him, Ki, "Boss, what is your retirement plan?" He says, "If I have 10 lakh, ho jayenge, that's good enough with my gratuity and PF. 10 lakh, ho jayenge, that's good enough for me to retire." So right? I said, "I'll be slightly more than him." So 1 crore is right? So for some reason, like I always used to think that millionaires has five zeros in it, not the six zeros, karenath, right? So but ha, coming back to why dropping out of the college, karenath, right? So all these guys were making money, apparently millions of dollars, which Till I signed the shareholder agreement, I didn't know that six I li- th- Haan, right? So sir, everybody was doing that, so I said, I'll do that one And the good thing was like, sometimes like, uh, while well, later in period in life, like I don't think parachute is the right thing, right? So I might be, So technically, I'm on a sabbatical so, MIT has this fantastic thing. You're that, still on uh, sabbatical. I'm still on sabbatical. Uh, like, so... Uh, uh, you are Mukesh, I'm Mukesh. Can I go instead of They'll be more than happy to finish it. As long as I get the degree, I'm fine. <laughs> so, so I took the sabbatical kind of thing, right? And uh, so, in some sense, the dropping out, at least I'm talking about the 90th period, like when I was dropping out, I was okay, if you not then uh what is the big deal about I should go back and finish up to but maybe instead of doing the PhD a uh, company may be a better idea. But, uh, but by, by the way, I just uh, I have one kid and I joke around with him in case he goes to MIT, which looking as his current report cardamushkill, but in case <laughs> 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 to, so in case he goes, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll i have a relook at it, but right now I have no aspirations. But answering your question but directly, it was mostly to make money. Did you ever regret? No, so, so, so dropping out, I don't regret. Uh, reason being like, so I dropped out to start a company. The company name was OSS. This was into interactive animation, Kenneth, right? And I said, right, I dropped out because I wanted to make money, right? Ironically, that's the only company where I didn't make money, right? So, and that, if you ask me, was a fantastic lesson because I strongly think, I think it's Innovator's Dilemma, one of those books. I think it's Innovator's Dilemma, right? And it's technically... a inter-questions huh? Innovator's Dilemma. So technically right and you can go and do do you guys can check with your friends family so on and so forth right if you want to make money is always from a risk perspective is always better to prepare for 2 or 3 months get into an Amazon or a Microsoft or a Google stick there for 15 years the value that you are going to create out of the stock values that you are going to get will be significantly better your life will be much easier I am not going to say better much easier kind of thing. So, financially, we will
0: make more money than by doing three or four startups and hopefully one of them makes. No, so, I have seen again and again, I think people call it risk adjusted reward. Yeah. So, if you look at, you know, let's say the 5% probability of making million dollars exactly. or 100% probability of $100,000, which one is better,
1: exactly. right?
0: Exactly. So you, know, so you multiply
1: the probability, so 98% is right? So, <laughs> we dropped out of this thing, right? And then there were like uh, four of us, like, uh, One professor from CMU, I was from MIT, there was two other PhD from CMU, we started this company called Zoesis, right, this was into interactive animation, and the problem statement was just fantastic, right, like, how do I use the, well, compared to, like, I'm talking about 98, right, the silicon graphics machine that we had was probably less powerful than the cheap Android phone that you're having, right, So, so how do
0: we make animation and video gaming? much faster using the limitations of those currents. So Mukri, I think in this podcast, we'll talk a lot about, you know, people who want to create outstanding impact and entrepreneurship will come up as a theme again and again because entrepreneurship is one vehicle for creating massive impact because there is scalability is kind of built in. Once you get the model, right, mm-hmm. you have, you know, pretty much been an entrepreneur, most of your career, you have done some large company jobs. Also, do you think that 98, when you started, you know, first attempt at entrepreneurship. Did you at that time realize that long term you want to be an entrepreneur or is this a like journey of discovery and serendipity over a period of time? So short answer is not at 98, but uh,
1: a year down the line, right? When uh, So Zo so is just like just to close the story and, and I'll come to the question, right? So we raised close to like $10 million, right? Which was a decent amount of money at that point of uh, of time, right? And uh, we were building great products. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt about that, right? Like the products that we built was great, right? But none of us knew the dhanda sense, right? So, 99 came, so almost like a year down the line, right? We had a great product, kind of thing. And then, uh, but given that there was $10 million in the account, right? of which we probably spent maybe a million, maybe a million and a half, kind of thing, right? How much four for students? One professor and four students will spend. Kind of thing, right? We are spending absolutely nothing on marketing, anything like that, right? Two BHK apartment, you are building stuff like the typical garage startup that you can think. Uh, kind of thing, right. So uh, that time, like '99, we I had a disconnect with the remaining three founders. Kind of thing, right? That hey, I wanted the company to push for revenues, and they wanted to run like a research lab, like kind Given that we had a good nine million odd dollars, so we didn't have to worry about runway. The investors would have put in more, so on and so forth, kind of thing, right? Uh, so at that point of time, I had the option to, again, given that I was on a sabbatical, to go back, kind of thing. Uh, but that was a time when, the, when I would say the learning happened. Like, I really liked what we were doing. I really felt, I, I was not sure about the impact part, but at least as a person, I felt that between going back and finishing a PhD, maybe another three, four years, which which was fine. Like, I was still, like, 22, 23, kind of thing, right? So like... Uh, going back and finishing a PhD versus like being in the startup world kind of thing, creating an impact, right? So by 98, I was very clear, while I still hadn't read that uh, the Innovator's Alma book kind of thing, but I was very clear that less about the money, but about the process of discovering yourself is there kind of thing, right? So I would say 98 and uh, maybe 99 beginning, right? I realized that at least for me, uh, this kind of ecosystem is really great to for me to understand myself right because in a very comfortable environment right like uh, this is a typical salaried guy right where you're getting salary at the first of the month right? you never you never go out of your comfort zone right and if you never go out of your comfort zone right you will never realize like what kind of person are you in, right it's so in theory like uh, 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 Premchand is one of my fav- uh, favorite author right so he says that uh, Manishik ke siddhant siddhant is principle okay uh, ha Uski par karta hai. personal status so 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 let's assume I'll give you an example right? Uh let's assume you are very hungry right? and there's a bakery shop in front of you right? probably you're not going to steal Right. but let's assume along with you you have your 2 year old kid and the kid is very hungry now probably you're going to this thing and the kid is literally dying right? you will definitely steal right? so if you are it's for an uh, right if you are not hungry right then you will say chori karna pap hai correct right? so the depending on your scenarios right if you are not hungry you will say chori karna pap hai if you are hungry then you will say ha but agar koi de de to and if your kid is hungry you will say chori karna theek hai then you will start saying, boss wo to ye hai chori karna ye hai I'll become the robin hood and so on right so that's what premchand says Manishu Kee Siddhant Us Ki Karta Right And that is what at least I felt in like 99 When I said like hey This looks interesting because Unlike uh, either doing a PhD Or joining a job or one of those things Right This is where I'll come up with uh, Scenarios Right Wherein I'll be tested Right And that will tell me who is the real me Right So So 98, 99 I would say Post the zoasis A bit of a fiasco I wanted to go back to the world just to understand myself and then Egan which was the second startup like I didn't uh, I was literally one of the early employees
0: but before you go to Egan this this company so you quit and move to Bay Area or you guys shut down the company like what happened so it's, 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 it's interesting in the long run these are very interesting stories
1: right so uh, again like uh, below like I was like 23 at eh, that time right right so I had a fight with the founders like uh, not a very ugly fight but uh, there are ages wherein like and now in retrospect, now I'm forty-seven, right? So now I can be more calm and mature about it. So I should have handled that scenario. <laughs> <speaking> so uh, to like is, is, yeah. Yeah, so if you if you ask me, right, I think the point that I wanted to make had lots of logical this thing, right? That now we have sort of quote unquote a beta product. Let's test it out in the market, let's understand what the market is saying we'll improve our product, so only let the iteration happen, right? With this argument, I should have been able to convince them, right? I don't think I was matured enough to put across my argument in a, in a manner that they would have understood, right? So, so, so technically I left the company, the other three still continued kind of thing, right? And interestingly, ironically, whatever we call it, kind of whatever, again, what we're building from a tech perspective is still valuable, right? Like, how do I make computation much faster, right? Kind of things, right? So, eventually, the company did get some exit like four, five years back. And I, yeah. so, I, I was lying when I said I didn't make any money on that, but it took me almost like, what, 25, 27 years to get some return out of that, right? Had we been more mature, I would say we would have certainly created much, much, much higher impact, what took us later. Like, right? So, yeah, so in some sense, there is a bit of regret in the way I handled the scenario, this thing, kind of thing, but... In some sense, you also understood what kind of person I think
0: I just want to underline one, you know, key insight you mentioned, you know, which is obviously with age and maturity, able to handle situ- things get better. But this thing you talked about that, you know, with maturity, you should have been able to convince other folks. So I see it, you know, play out in most, you know, corporate situations, entrepreneurial situations where you believe in something and you propose something. Most people initially will be lukewarm or wouldn't like it and so on. And you give up. But if you're persistent with that, and you figure out this way to attack or that way to attack, and over a period of time, you surprise are like that. Tw- people who have seen that 12 Angry Men movie, yeah. right? It's like on day one, all 11 guys are opposed to you, but after a while, you manage to turn if you- And I've seen it played again and again. And I think it's just, and you know, I use this principle, I'll call it no means not now. I can ask you something, but no one is stopping me to asking tomorrow and day after tomorrow. And every time I can ask differently, different emotions, I can throw a tantrum, I can persuade you with logic and so on. I think I think this, you know, people underestimate it. they give too much value to first, no, or first disagreement. It has no meaning over a period of time. Absolutely. So we will come to that, when especially when
1: we come to the, hold on to that thought about that persistent thing, right? So at least in the last three, four, five years, whatever, still, persistent and consistent, right? Are two different concepts. that both of us look at we do. Persistent, we'll come to that. In journey, the smart journey, one of my interesting learning is when you should be persistent and when you should be consistent, right. but
0: we'll come to... Sounds good. So let's just, uh, you know, backpedal a little bit. See, by the time 98, 99, right. you are around 23-year-old, you've already taken some major decisions. You know, you dropped out of MIT, you started a company. In those days, and $10 million, huge amount of funding. Even there, you managed to disagree with your co-founders and leave that. All of this demonstrate, you know, massive risk-taking ability. What are those risks, you know impulsive or is there something in looking back now in your childhood like did you have some comfort with risk you know it's not easy to give up such prestigious things you know either a well-funded startup or definitely not amateur degree so where did the you know risk appetite for you come from so when it comes to the risk part right and and it goes let's put it like uh, uh, let's go back a
1: bit more back right and look at our childhood right, right so when we were growing up right my father worked for a steel plant right and uh this is Bukhara Sripant. So, Bukhara Shilpan, right? So he was like, just like, like, uh, if you look at Bukhara pant set of engineers and the kids, so on and so forth, right? Uh, typical government job, right? So, starting, and I don't know why, right? Starting grade sixth or maybe seventh, right? My father, you say, was charged on me, matric like 10th, right? Matric is 10th, right? Like sixth standard, so throughout those, That like between standard 6, 7 to standard 12 kind of thing, I was under a very constant pressure, right, that uh, uh, I have to study, I have to study, I have to study. And the only two options, I'm talking about early 90s, was either to become an engineer or a doctor kind of thing, right. My father wanted me to become a doctor and I was like dead against, uh, and it's stupid in some sense, right, because for whatever reason I didn't like biology and so on and so forth kind of thing. Thankfully, my sister, who is one year elder to me, became a doctor, so that was good. And you eventually married a doctor. Well. I eventually married a doctor. So hopefully, my dad is not happy. <laughs> I think he is. But uh, so, so, so the, that six-seven year of pressure, right? Like, I, I, a part of me felt like I still had a fantastic childhood. Don't get me wrong. Like, I thing, but there was a constant six-seven year of pressure of doing well in academia, right? It was because of that pressure, right? I got into IIT. Otherwise, I don't think I would have spent like uh, well. I'm not sure about six to ten. But grade 11, 12, and I'm not kidding, right? Grade 11, 12, I studied for literally like I used to sleep for 4 hours. Uh, thankfully, I can manage with less amount of sleep. Play for 2 hours. So that leaves you with like 18 hours. Out of the 18 hours, I was studying for 16 hours, right? So 16 hours like Resnik Halliday, I Radov, M.L. Khanna, name a book, P.L. Sony, and thankfully,
0: it helped me to get a good J.E. rank, right? So I remember like, I have a habit of writing. And when you are doing that, what was your motivation? Do you remember like, was it some wanting to prove something or anger or motivation or just wanting to please your father? Like what, what drove you? No, no, no. it was one thing, I think, fear. Like, I don't think it was anger. I don't
1: think it was anything else, right? The fear, like my father used to say, like, look, and, and, and good for, for good for him, right? Like he said, like, uh, gardener, the ghasiyara will come, right? And I say, hey. Mera, like I'll retire in like 2003 or 2004, some number like that, right? So, until you stay in this house, you'll get food. After that, you'll get to 30, 30, and then your future is growing up, right? So, literally, those six years, I used to think, if I don't crack this exam, that is my future, right? So, the only reason to study was fear, right? The ra, babu ka photo karke, I was like, I was right? like, I want to study the baby's photo, right? So, let's see, I'm pretty sure you don't recommend that parenting style anymore. Uh, definitely right? not, definitely. Look, look. look. For the so all our parents were born like either just before independence or right after independence, right? So they're given through a very tough time, right? For them, like the roti Kap- yeah, the roti kapra
0: Makan was there. For them, if I were them, like from that generation I would have done exactly the same. Actually, I want to just talk about briefly, you know, that whole you know the the environment sixties, seventies, eighties, which were environment of scarcity. Uh-huh. The most ambitious thing one can do is find a government job. Uh-huh. And job mother uh-huh. life set away, uh-huh. right? And, you know, that India now people are starting to forget. But in last 30 years, you know, with the liberalization, Indian economy doing so well and all of that, like the, you know, time of India is coming. Mm-hmm. But it was not like this until, you know, very recently. And part of that whole entire transformation that India has gone through it, right? I mean, something I want to delve deeper into that topic, exactly what triggered the transformation of pre-liberalization in India and post-liberalization in India. Because a lot of, you know, I think that hangover is still maybe there. We don't realize it. But we are in a country of a you know, lot of you know that contradiction and even the opportunity that has happened in the 90s for us only certain section of society But larger section of society is still similar so I think that era of you know 70s, 80s, scarcity I remember a lot of my relatives growing up and finding a job was the most important like Sometimes it will take 5 or 10 years So you so, bank, log the In a nutshell, if you
1: ask me like my personal goal and we'll come to personal goal right? is while well, I was born in a developing country, my kid is born in a developing country, but my hope is that my grandson is born in a developed country, right? So if you ask me, like, what is the single line goal, kind of thing, right? While I certainly agree the world has become flat so on and so forth, kind of thing, uh, I certainly want my grandkid to be born in a developed country, right? And for that, whatever needs to be done, I'll do that one.
0: That's my job. Kind of and for your developed countries, 100 million people having great income or 1.4 billion people having great income? Well, between the two, certainly, it will be 1.4
1: uh, uh, 4 billion having great, great income, but the definition of like, at least in my opinion, uh, I won't necessarily equate uh, it to the income. Like, uh, And I won't also go very philosophical in terms of the happiness. It's about lifestyle
0: and opportunity. Exactly. It's
1: it's lifestyle, opportunity. Have we created, let's call it, for the lack of a better word, a mechanism. It's not that the generation will end with my grandson. Right? So have we created a mechanism, right? wherein that generation is planning to figure out what do I do for the next generation for their life to be better, kind of, right? So have we be, will we be successful in the next 50, 60 years to build up the ecosystem, kind of thing, right? So I strongly believe that, uh, uh, there are two kinds of leaders, right? And we are digressing, but we'll come back again, right? The job of it, there are two kinds of leaders. One is the leader who drives the train, right? And second is the leader who lays the track, right? I feel the between the two, I prefer the second set of leaders, right? Who lays the track and knows that, boss, future, map have to So laying the track, like, so, so answering your question in short, like, nothing, like, more than the money and everything else, are we able to create a generation who is adept at laying the track, who can say, hey, this generation is here, 100 years down the line, they should be here. And this is the track, this
0: is the direction of the track that we are going to lay and let these guys drive the train to that point. And I think the challenge for India is laying the tracks tracks for enough people because you know, we have in some ways the gap between people who have access to better life, better lifestyle, better opportunity is increasing. Mm -hmm. But that's probably, you know, today or later to deeper days There's something, you know, as we, I mean, I I agree with you in a larger theme of Mm -hmm. our parents grew up in a poor India, like it was undeveloped country. Mm -hmm. You know, two next to generation developing, you know. In fact, now a very rapidly developing country, right? And hopefully it will be a developed country, but a lot of people might get left behind. That's something to, you know, keep in mind. But going back to, okay. So, fear drove you initially. Fear. And with that, that you landed on J.E. You got, I think, mm-hmm. J 21. You are rock star. You know, must be <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> Boko is probably the only town where you can get 21. <laughs> I don't <know> if <laughs> if, right? You talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just to be, uh,
1: to give you, right? 21, as I said, may look like a fantastic rank kind of thing, right? Uh, but the year I did, right? Uh, from Bukharo, we had in the top 100, it's a small town. There are like 3 lakhs or 4 lakh odd people, right? There were 6 people in top 100. And that included JE1, JE4, a very good friend, Nanil I was 21, 63, 69, 96. Right? so. Then <laughs> hold it, hold it. J1, say so this is my house, within the Wi-Fi network connection, that time we didn't have Wi-Fi, literally two houses away, J1 was there. So if you think three, nek nek, the community was like, kisi aya, right? Ek to hoti, a- a- as if, like he was like, you are 21 times, uh, this day, right? But, so, and that's an, an interesting that you brought that up because if I, even if I go and revisit that one, so yeah, you are absolutely right and I'm, I'm not joking, right? Even within that, small lane of 5 houses I was considered 21 times weaker than <laughs> taslim right? Again I don't have any shame regret anything like that like, To me like a 21 is a good enough rank Who cares kind of thing right uh, And that Told me something about myself even at that age right So that day I was 17 probably right That I give a damn about people Right like Don't get me in the wrong sense ki like uh, So I was very clear Boss this is what I wanted 21 I He Okay, uh, I'll get it like IIT Kanpur had like I wanted to go to IIT Kanpur and you see us at 22 seats. So, uh, 21 is good enough. Even if the first 20 applies, I'll still get it kind of right? So, so in that sense, even that little incident did tell me something about myself, nothing. But answering your question in short,
0: definitely, right? Forget about the city. Even in the streets, value tha, ki hai, 21 times. very important point, right? I mean, this is, I think I know how... Having, you know, your neighbor getting J1, your father, you know, obsessing about education and the consequences, like these are some of the external factors, you know, which play a huge role in how we get inspired, motivated, like that initial trigger, right? Because no matter how you ended up there, but I think getting into, I mean, for you, for me, like getting into, or funny anybody, you know, getting to IIT, you know, forget the rank, forget the branch, it's just, it's a gateway to like huge number of opportunities. And it's just, you know, so many random factors Obviously, people have to study hard and all of that. But, you know, without that environment or those triggers or the inspiration. For me, in my case, that inspiration came from a very close friend of mine. He got into UP board merit list in class 10th. And I was nowhere. I was like, and he was a really, really close friend. And I was just crestfallen. So, he is going everywhere. And then, like, your next two years, I studied very hard, you know. And these are such random factors. But I think the reason I'm bringing it up is even later in life that... Trigger or inspiration or motivation is, you know, very important. You know, because <laughs> you can you cannot create impact unless you're clear about what you want to create impact for, and just being watchful for okay. where that initial trigger or motivation is coming from.
1: And just closing on the story, right? Like, and we'll come to the when you start to talk about the ZOSs again, right? So when I got into IIT, like, uh, not that I used to write, I have a habit of uh, writing an annual report for myself, and it's very fun, right? So how positive. long have you been writing that? Almost like since ninety eight. Wow. You have all those 25? I have all those 25. And it's very fun, right? So I have this habit that uh, literally end of this year, between Christmas and and, and, and New Year, when things are relatively like quiet, so as to say, kind of thing. I look back at the last full year kind of thing and, and uh, anything between 10 to 25 odd pages, I write like about that year, kind of thing, right? What I'm thinking. And it's very interesting, right? Uh, to go back. And see what you were thinking when you were like twenty-four, kind of thing, right? To when you're twenty 47 now, kinda thing, right? So and I strongly believe going back to the right? In Buddhism they say, and even in Hinduism, they say, right, with every breath you get a new life. Kind of right. So interesting life is a social like. And sometimes you feel that's that's quite interesting. Sometimes it's quite childish. So but the, the 93 notes I clearly remember when I got into the Jai kind of thing, despite the 21 rank. that now with this j this thing. I right? So it's all about, and it's funny that you talk about the notes, right? Because the notes, uh, 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 what I wrote, wrote was, right? roti is Question is question layer of butter in the So I think that, when the butter Think of it, right? So roti okay, in Exactly that was the statement, right?
0: So <laughs> is not the not I think this, I just want to talk about, you know, one simple but very powerful tool and it looks like you've been kind of practicing it. I think in fact almost two things. Sometimes you know talk about in writing I call it 10 pages for next 10 years but okay. it basically means you know take some time. It may take few days but write you know 5 to 10 page worth of content of how do you visualize in your know, next 5 or 10 years because the act of writing will make it real in your brain and it will inform a lot of choices you'll make you know subsequent years. Second thing is also you know the just the what you mentioned, you know, every year in this you know last week of December, taking one week off and reflecting on the year reflecting on the year that has gone by, coming year, long term. I think that creates, you know, that creates a book end for the year and create a lot of self awareness about are you in the right direction? What do you, changes you want to make. So I think people, you know, listening to this can think of adopting this. I think I do something similar. Every year I reflect, write down, you know, my assessment of last year, whatever next year. And doing this consistently, I mean, your case you're doing it over twenty five years, right? I think that's extremely powerful right so that's one tool i'll re- recommend you know viewers listening to this, you know credit to you guys you have two successful book and I know, I know a few few of them are coming on but that's good but so
1: th- that's an important point in the sense that uh and i like uh uh not that i'm too much on social media things like that but uh whenever i meet somebody right what is important is the art of planning yeah not necessarily the plan right mm. Rarely, right, whether it's a business, like, even if I look at the Zopno's, option business, rarely, right, what you plan, eventual outcome will be like that. Whether it's business, personal life, so on and so forth, right. Even when I go back, look at the notes, right, like, what I find it incredible, and then I, I feel very happy about it, at least plan tha. Right? plan, if I look back at the 25 years, probably, if I look at what I was planning and what I did, like, probably a 15% maybe 20% right, so, you can say, okay, I am a very poor planner, but I think if you are like, if your goals are like, uh, if you have really stretched goal for yourself, even if I, I believe that 20% is good enough, right? So unless like, if your goals are very, very chuttu mutu, then I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll, he'll this thing, right? So, but the important thing is the art of planning is more important than the plan. Right? The fact that you sat down and in your case, like sitting down for months and writing a book kind of thing and so on and so forth kind of thing. That process, right, brings us so much discipline, right? that uh, the end outcome really
0: does not yeah, matter. Yeah, I think anything that you can figure out, any ritual that you can repeat consistently. In, in my case, you know, writing book boiled down to just showing up in front of desk every day yeah. for an hour. Some days you will write 200 words, some day 500 words, some day 1,000 words. But over 6-7 months, you know, you have 100,000 words, which is a book, right? So it's not a big deal. So doing this thing, you know, this reflection exercise on an annual basis, I think an extremely powerful tool or any such, you know, frequency people can change. Yeah. But adopting that tool and then repeating that, you know, over a long period of time, I want now know this delve a little deeper into your the entrepreneurial phase, you know, in the 98 to 2000, 2001. So you did your startup in Boston. You fought with your co-founders, left, you know, moved to Bay Area. I think around the same time, I had a similar story. I was working for Deloitte Consulting. I didn't like the big company job. I think early 99, I also quit my job, drove to Bay Area, you know, with that we will start I think we ended up in Silicon Valley around the same time. You were among the very few early employees at EGIN. So that phase, I think, you know, looking back again you know those i think there was 3 or 4 years you worked so, for yeah, very early stage startups your own startup or other startups okay. any key fundamental learnings that you have taken away with you which has you know informed rest of your career so so, so few like so if you
1: ask me right i will give a lot of like uh, uh, credit right or i have a lot of like respect for those 4 years that i did at dekin right and specifically to ashutosh right ashutosh was the the ceo right So he's like uh, 87 or 88, IIT Delhi, fantastic guys, so on and so forth, right, so when I was moving out of Zoesis and uh, planning to join egan right, so I used to report to Ashutosh was the CEO, right, and my deal with him was very straightforward, right, that uh, I want to learn, I know I want to be in this domain, uh, this guy, uh, this thing, I want to create some impact, kind of thing, by that time, good thing was like, uh, uh, I knew for sure that money is not something that like, impact, aega. money is a secondary thing, a jaega, right, so money was not the this thing, but I said, okay, Kind of thing. That was, I remember I met him and then to my deal with him was he said Ki, I'll expose you to all different kinds of this thing right? so those so those four years at Egan, right? so I did like tech I did product, I did customer support in terms of call, I, that time there was no cloud so we ran data centers uh, I helped Egan set up an offshore development center in India so on and so forth kind of so that exposure at those four years was super critical right the most important part that I learned at E-Gain, I would say was, uh, the motto was gain and sustain, right? So it's not just important to gain the customer, how do we sustain it kind of thing, right? So, so, so that if, if you ask me, like those four years, like besides learning each and every single aspect of running a business kind of thing, right? How to gain a customer, how to sustain it? Uh, actually, if you look at it, two very different skillset right gaining ke you will like uh, halka sa you have to exaggerate kind of thing but then the reality is going to stack in right so even when you are in the initial phase of gaining this thing right you have to keep in mind that eventually sustenance to do right like among all the companies right I, I would say again is where uh, deep within I am most thankful to. because that those four years literally taught me what were the mistakes what are the good things
0: Gain and sustain karna hai, hai. Uh, Diversify and bottom line me So mm-hmm. by the time you are 25, 26 mm-hmm. You have done your MIT thing You have dropped out You have tried to start up, raise money Quit that and you part of Really hot startup at that time You know, very early employee there Went through IPO journey and crash So Once you moved on again Like were you at that time sure That future future Your primary thing is going to be entrepreneur Or you were open to other possibilities? I
1: strongly encourage, like now I know that this is very out of fashion kind of thing. And I'm not sure if you know this or not, but uh, Ashutosh wanted to test me. Ashutosh was to see what I can right? So when I first said, I will just right? learn it. So Ashutosh threw the bait at me. right? He said, I will not right? salary. So he told me, instead of salary, equity. Right? So he said, he said, We really believe in the company, then you should just take equity kind of thing. So I said, hai, I'll just take the equity, so on and so forth, kind of thing, and uh, but I won't pay you the salary. And he was testing like later on, uh, I say, right? So I said, You know, I have to learn to pay right? So for one year, I didn't get a salary, right? And it's very funny because so, uh, so he said, Of course, I didn't have money, so we didn't make any money, right? So I moved from Boston to San Francisco, right? He was upset that he was a car, right? Like dropping out of MIT, he was very upset, by the way, but anyway, so. So, Ashutosh said like, hey, I a very apartment in the Fair They were like, you can stay in over there, you don't have to pay rent. So, he said that Those times we were working like 16-17 hours. To office mein, ki, the fashion was you don't eat breakfast because you are working till like 3 in the uh, morning. So, you were working for the internment and we used to work Monday to Saturday. Saturday evening, malala, I used to say boss, sir, i right? So, Saturday evening, he used to give me like 20 to $40, depending on his mood. Cash. $2. twenty dollars bill of sometimes one single this thing. I used to take Caltrain. Shalimar, there was a restaurant in this yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. roughly 8 to $9. You can get a good kebab, one curry and one naan. That used to be a lunch on a bicycle. Come back on the Caltrain. So, $20. So, that also tells you... A lot about yourself, right? I'm not going to recommend everything to this this day, right? But that also told me that look, I really enjoy this, right? Like uh, the process of building, right? And I, I had fantastic fun at Egan, especially the first year, right? So it was less about the money. The process of building something was something so very, very, very enjoyable, right? So even post Egan, like we certainly made some money, so on and so forth. I was very clear that this is the process of building zero. Someone so
0: mein maza aata hai. Ye karenge It's. Kind of right? so, you know, I still. Till date, whenever I go to San Francisco, I make sure I go to Shalimar. Oh, Like, like, purana nostalgia Same, 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 same. Like, like, irrespective of whichever part of Bayer me, and I in. Mean, but you're oh. touching on some very important points, right? And that is, again, you know, having, you know, nice degrees and all that. There's no dearth of opportunities. But giving up all of that um, for, just you're saying, prioritizing learning. You're saying, I want to really figure it out. I don't care about the immediate instant gratification. That I this and all of that, right? Which is... Again, I mean, I'm with you. I don't, I'm not necessarily recommending to anyone. But in some way, an entrepreneurship, which is an ultimate delayed gratification game. You have to build something, make it valuable, find customers, build a business model. Eventually, it may be very rewarding. But you have to give up a lot, right? Which is something now, entrepreneurship also very fashionable, glamorous, cool. You can raise $5 million on day one and so on. But even those who start up need to go through at this scenario. So I think that's, uh, I think, Important point, you know, worth emphasizing that. it It is important, but again, like,
1: it's very, very, very person-specific, right? So I understood at that age, and I would say a lot of credit should go to Ashutosh, right? That age, this is the kind of person I am. And, I think, and I, even right now, right, like, uh, certainly like uh, financially, especially the last three, four years has been fantastic, so on and so forth, right? But my lifestyle hasn't changed. Like, if you ask me what is the best thing in my life right now, on a Sunday morning, we take the metro, me and my son, one way ka, mein jate, we go to Kavan Park we do a 5k loop which is free Kavan Park is free and we come back right and maybe we'll have one ganna juice right which is like 20 bucks right 200 rupees right that khushi right like it's like not even 3 dollars proper right that happiness like so, 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 so at some stage you have to figure out what kind of person you
0: are gonna... and because <laughs> most people listening probably don't know huh? that this you know slu- you can afford it but given a is making tens of millions of dollars of cash flow every year right because you know quite stark maybe we'll dive deeper yeah. into alright <laughs> so you have all these adventures till your again journey one more adventure if i recall correctly started you basically just like Forrest Gump i think got up one day start running and finish a marathon something like that like how did you get into your old marathon journey so, it's a funny story, right? So, so Everything about it is funny story. So, <laughs> So, uh, I think
1: this was. Uh, I started like. A, not that I was a great sportsman, but in general, I'll play some sport, something or the other, kind of thing, right? So, I think in 2000, right? Like, Egan, right? High pressure job, startup, so on and so forth, kind of thing, right? So, one evening, I still remember, like, uh, I have a habit of wearing only the company t shirt, right? Throughout my life, right? So, I was wearing this uh, very shabby Egan t shirt. And I'm always in shorts, right? Some shorts, what whatever you call them, right? So Bermudas and then uh, not fantastic shoes, that power jogger. <clears throat> 399 rupees at that point of time, right? You buy from India and use it in US right? So just one evening I like very stressful scenario kind of thing, right? Uh, and then I went for a walk, kind of thing. Yeah, let me get some fresh air kind of thing. And then I ran a bit, kind of thing, right? So and after that I feel felt very refreshed. And then when I came back, that time I was hardcore coder, right? Cut, 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 cut. So Random build meaning few kilometers? Or a few two, kilometers, like three, four kilometers. Yeah. I didn't measure that. Right? Of all course, right. all these fancy devices not there. But maybe like that time it was miles, but maybe two or three miles, right? So, so 2000, 2001, like not a very regular basis, but I'll run like two, three, four odd kilometers. And for me, it was a great stress buster. Mm. That the evening, that time I used to run in the evening. So two, three kilometers I'll run and then boss, you feel fresh. And then code ka quality good. So I said, perfect. This, this is working out, right?
0: So now you have I think your running habit also you continued for over twenty years now. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it has played what role, you know, this very long term running habit has played in your life?
1: In terms of deep thinking, I would say certainly in this thing, it teaches you a lot of patience. Right? Like it's, it's a, if you're running sometimes can be a very, very, very monotonous job. Right. So I would say getting a clarity of thought. So after my run, like so imagine, right? Like, you're running like forty-two odd kilometers and like three and a half, four hours, whatever, like, four and a half, whatever is, right? And it's all, like, you're totally disconnected from the world, right? So, that, like, I have always felt that the, at the end of the 42 kilometers, whatever decision that I like, come across with, it has been thought through for such a long period. Like, four-hour continuous thinking about a specific topic is such a, good quality time that pose that your decision is not going to be wrong it. Right?
0: so you're disconnected you are kind of getting into the zone you know it's also I'm pretty sure it's very meditative as well it is sir. and you make you know are able to think clearly make good decisions I'm sure incredible benefit to your health as well right oh, of so, course
1: of course of course like the, the, from a health perspective well I'm married to a doctor but I keep on keeping around like I never do my like Marathon and day keeps the doctor away. Uh, yeah, maybe not the apple, but maybe marathon like, maybe not a day, but marathon uh, a quarter keeps the doctor away kind of thing. But uh, yeah, certainly it has uh, Marathon <laughs> keeps you away from the <laughs> Maybe that's what yes, uh, this is but uh, certainly like, uh, both from a deep thinking and the health, it, it has...
0: Uh, See, I think the reason you know, I'm diving deeper into, I also personally believe that, you know, having this, you know, commitment to any kind of fitness, is extremely important if someone is going to you know work on an impact project it will require many decades of effort to keep your mind sharp, body sharp, you know stay interested in that you know I also went into fitness in 2000 unlike you know, running I started you know gym bodybuilding you know I did that and since then you know all kind of workout regimen for me also in the toughest years of MINTRA, you know for me the my constant companion was you know ability to go back to a gym, workout, sweat it out, feel really good, come back and then tackle pretty much anything, you know. So, I think it's a, it's again an important tool people can consider, right. I think if you want to look, it could even be walking, I don't think it really matters even if you have to go for a long walk. Huh, so, so so the reason why I, uh,
1: two things, right, and we'll come to sports as well, right. So, specifically what I like about marathon, right, it gives you a lot of self-confidence as well. Right? So, if you look at it, right, uh, and you know this better than me, right, Right, a human body like post that, like that 15, 20, 25 kilometers, like in marathon, they're saying, and I'm, at the kilometer 32, 33, you start hitting the ball right? So there will be a struggle between your body and the mind. Right? For me, I really enjoy that phase. Right? That the last five, six kilometers, right? When like uh, your body is like saying boss cue, right? Especially like, especially like uh, uh, for the run, which are not like the Bombay marathons, like which has like nobody else, it's, it's just you and you, right? Right. So us case mein, doing the last six kilometers, right? teaches you a whole lot about yourself okay right? this is the reason why I did the first 36 kilometers right the last 6.195 is the reason for the first 36 one right and you push you push you push push, push and eventually hit that that number right and that that translates at least for me that translates a lot into work okay, there will be times where like and, and like and, and, and like and, and don't consider it as a racial rise. As Indians, we are very good at finishing to that 1992 90, odd percentage. Last 7 8 percentage, we Hindi, we of gayi," right? We have of right? Ki we are very good at that 90-92, maybe even 95 percentage and 5 percentage. Like, think of, like, and, and, and totally outside work, right? Think of anybody's house, in, I mean, you have a fantastic interior there, but a typical house interior, right? Everybody will complain. The interior is 95% and the is 5% left, right? is 95% 5% left, right? Bangalore can 5% left 95% left. The Bangalore is like ha, maybe the Ulta kind of thing. So that unfortunately, is, uh, for whatever reason, right? We are quite bad at finishing that 5%. Range. And that personally for me has started because the last like 5 or 10% is probably more important than, like maybe not more, than more important, But it's as critical as the first 90 output.
0: I think that's so you're saying that, you know, doing this long distance running teaches you how to go the finish line. And sometimes, you know, it's easy to start, easy to, you know, Mm -hmm. go the distance, but at some point, fatigue sets in. Maybe you're running out of money, you know, if you're going to do a startup. you know, there's some setback, etc. Then finding that resolve and willpower and just go through that, not only finishing the race, but you're also developing that muscle that when you encounter a situation any walk of life exactly exactly, so I think also knowing you for last 30 years I mean you have had this insane amount of willpower you know whether I remember I think some days you will just not sleep you will study two days in a row or doing these marathons right or you know Mm -hmm. that part of your willpower you know is do you think it's more genetic or is there any way you have cultivated that oh it's cultivated it's cultivated so just to
1: give you a perspective, right, like uh, that. I said, like, my my sister was one year relative to me. She was very good at academia. At least in the initial years, I was quite bad. like So, throughout my uh, primary and middle school, I was known as Malika's brothers, right, because my sister was very good at academia. So, typically, that's what you follow, right? So, certainly, I was not born with that willpower, kind of thing, right? Uh, But, sometimes scarcity teaches you a lot, right? Uh, And, uh, again, we are going back a bit to the childhood, right? So, as a very young child, I didn't have too many friends. Right? Because, the general theory was, that if you good will So, bunch of that observation, right? tell me that if you to if you are not really good at something, then the, and I think earlier today, we were talking about the community, so on and so forth, you can never have that community, this day, right? so for me, it was totally taught. Total. Like, uh, I can't imagine, so certainly it's not genetic, because the, if you extrapolate the, First 10, 11, maybe 12 years of my life, yeah, to where I am right now, like, no relationship.
0: Right? So certainly, it's not genetic. Is definitely. And you've seen this is also willpower. When, as you develop your willpower, is it transferable? When you are able to apply a lot of willpower in one area, you see like you are able to do the same in many other oh, aspects. Like of absolutely, like in, in this
1: part, I'm 100% sure. Like so till date, right? Till date, I believe, right? That if I'm given the right opportunity to hire kind of thing, right? I will have a sports. It can be ping pong, it can be badminton, it can be soccer, right? right? I'll play for half an hour with that person and then decide this thing, right? So translating something from a like at least what I've learned is translating something from a different field, yeah. specifically sports, into real life business. Right. At least for me has been uh, like, for me it's more it's on the same, that
0: if this works in sports, it has to work in work And uh, you know in my first book No Limits, I've talked about this idea of willpower and almost you know, people talk about willpower can be thought of as a muscle that you can train. And with training it keeps getting better and better. I'm glad you're talking about it being transferable because I've also seen exactly the same thing. And that's why I think the, I think you've already touching upon the importance of sports, you know, I'm a huge fan of sports, not watching sports, but playing <laughs> sports, <laughs> watching sports, there's no willpower in fantasy, <laughs> but if you actually play sport, right, you know, there is a lot you can learn in the act of playing sport, from character development, to stamina development, to learning how to deal with win and loss, to collaborating and so on, it's like highly transferable. Sports is one way, it may other ways, but I think, the point I want to underline is, just being aware of, you know, today, where are, where are you on the willpower spectrum, and how you can train that and it will not be dramatically better tomorrow but slowly it can be 1% better tomorrow and then 1% better, right? And over a period of time, you make it really good in one area and suddenly you realize, you know, if you want to you can apply same willpower to not eating junk food if you want to not do that or want to sleep more or whatever habit you want to incorporate, I think so just being aware of that mental model that willpower is kind of muscle, I can train it I mean, you are a outlier extreme of that, you know, training willpower So do you can do
1: so, yeah, like,
0: again, talking back my father, like, what a man has done, a man can do, right? I strongly
1: uh, uh, believe in that. So, certainly, like, I won't say, could we kind of thing, but, uh, certainly, the amount of confidence it gives, kind of thing, right? like Like, if we can do this, then why can do right? So, certainly, yes, like, if, if the current phase of life, like, uh, so, part of it is the willpower. And part of it, like at least I'm in the stage of life wherein that fear of failure is not there. Right? Right. If you try something, right? Like in fact if I look at it, right? seventy to eighty percent of the initiatives that I take leads to a failure kind right? So if you're not like uh, trying those things, failure nioga So it's it's eventually it's a process that matters kind of thing. Failure I thought and and it's not like keep. Uh, failure for me is like at that point of time it didn't work out maybe that learning if you can trust
0: it at some point of time it can actually work it out kind of so time. speaking of you know failure and risk I think I want to go back to your career trajectory I think from what I'm recalling in around 2003-04 you came back to India yeah. and I think you were doing something which today people will call generative AI <laughs> 20 years ago, uh-huh. right I think uh, and you can maybe elaborate on that but what was the trigger you know in the 2003-04 and in some way, it looks like, you know, I was following you because two, three years later, I also mm-hmm. ended up ended up being in, you know, Bangalore trying to start a company. But mm-hmm. us time pe kya like you know, what convinced you to move back to India and try to build a startup? And mm-hmm. it was kind of a generative way, right? For mm-hmm. animation stuff. Correct, correct, correct. So, so uh, again, like, I'm
1: uh, going back to the marathon, thing, right? So, I, I literally took the decision to come back to India in, like, a oh, matter of a day or two, kind of thing. Like, uh, thankfully, I was, that time I was not married. So, only I had to take the decision uh, this day, right? So, so it started with like, it's, uh, you know, that in Bay Area, like San Francisco, there's the Sony Metreon Theatre, right? And me and one of my uh, uh, Caucasian friend like, both of us were at MIT together. We went out for dinner and then we said, Hello, Sony Metreon make movie. Dekhte. both of us like Pixar movies, so on and so forth kind of thing. And then uh, we watched like uh, Monster INC, right? And then so, both of us came out and then I said, Oh, it's a very good picture. Said, but the Funny thing was like, for me, right, for him it was about the story, right, that, oh, when I was a kid, I used to think that monster hide inside cupboard, this, that, so on and so forth, right, and for me, it was all about the quality of animation, right, so if you look at that one, right, the fur animation was fantastic, I said, boss, it's not computation it's not computation, मतलब that's fantastic, this is like such a great piece of technology, but I enjoyed the movie, but that tech was the, right, and then I realized, like, the reason why I'm not, I'm not able to associate to the story, right? we have We a lot of we have a lot of we have a lot of we have a lot of Stuffed animals, we the So then I realized that all these movies do relatively okay in India, right? But what if we make a, 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 a movie which is as good as a quality of a picture, using the right technology style, some of the things that we have built at Zervas, the, and, so and then, Build it for the Indian market kind of thing, right? So bit of an impulsive decision, but that is how I started, right? That how I, how do I use a better animation technique to make up a a, a sort of an animation lab kind of thing and then uh, build up a, a equivalent of a
0: picture in India. So you watched Monsters Inc., you were you know you were inspired, mm-hmm. decide to like from that how many days or months? Less than a month. You were in India. I was in India. I was in
1: I was an in Indian, like I first moved to Hyderabad. And started the studio called as Timeline Studios. Kind of right? What did your father sure. think this time? Gave up. He, yeah. Um, yeah I have <laughs> <just> <laughs> to, <laughs> I have a. No, no, no. so yeah, hold it. Like, one <laughs> 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 So I was 27, 28 that time, right? 28, right? And IAS cut off is 30. Right. So my father <laughs> said, <"Jab> India here, <laughs> ra- IAS. Ra- so, yeah. So that is what he was thinking. That IAS, do. But certainly that was uh, off the topic for me, kind of thing. I said, I'm going to do this start-up, kind of thing, right? So,
0: so you tried to start-up a few years? I, st- I tried for
1: almost slightly more than a year, kind of thing, right? And uh, just to clean up the story, so, so I think what we're building again was good, I kind of think. So, so there was a learning from So certainly I was much more matured, so on and so forth, kind of thing. But that learning, taught so, so just to sum up the story, right? So our, that time, dollar to INR was like 40 or something, right? So our entire cost of making, so we made a good 10 minute prototype, but it was about two fishes and uh, some interesting story, fun, so on and so forth, kind of finding. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, by the way, before Finding Nemo, just before that. So, but uh, uh, but it was not Finding Nemo, was, the script was very different, right? And uh, interestingly, I wrote that script. But but what happened in, over there was that uh, so overall cost of producing the movie would have been $3 million, so it prototypes right? And then... So while we are doing the right thing, but then all of a sudden, that's when the product market fit uh, came into picture, right? That time the cost of the... Shahrukh Khan was big that time, he's still big. And the cost of making a Shahrukh Khan movie was 7,18 crore, right? So then the choice was obvious, like, why will somebody like between putting money in 12 crores and 18 crores, the choice is very clear, right? Like Shahrukh Khan's 8,18 crore movie. And that was where, like, and I strongly believe, and we'll come to this that in the current generation, the world is flat whatever thing that we are building, it has to have a global appeal. Right? So the mistake that we did at Timeline Studio was uh, we should have thought about uh, my, my my vision should have been very myopic that I'm going to build this only for India. Had the vision been that I'm going to build it for the entire world kind of thing, right? that would have been fine. And ironically, we had the right set of tech stacks so on and so forth. We were like compared to a Pixel, we were like probably 10x, 20x more cheaper. Uh, certainly, there was an India advantage, but we had a very strong tech advantage so on and so forth. But Somehow I was very fixated on like uh, for and you know this For a long period of time my signature used to be Jai Hind right So I was very focused on India India and only India kind
0: of thing right And talk more about that like what was how did you think about India I think around same time I moved back to India You know in those days we used to talk about India shining and all of that And the stock of India was rising in the world I genuinely believe that India is starting to take off and I wanted to be part of the story from ground zero. Like yeah, that's what really eventually convinced yeah. me to move back here after ten years. What was your thought process, mental model of you know? I mean, see, I, Silicon Valley is you know probably one of the most fascinating places in the world right. to learn to start a company. Great weather, California is amazing place. You know, why give up all that and move to India? what did you India? Well, so, 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 to begin with, for
1: timeless to do it was like I really like the domain, right? That's the thing. certainly the India shining was uh, 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 was there kind of thing. Like and uh, one of my like uh, like uh, uh, code that I really like is uh, this is from Abraham Lincoln, right? If you want to predict the future, create one. Right. So the best way to predict the future to is to invent. the invent the future, kind of So I was in that boat, right? That ki boss aayenge, okay uh india i agree was shining right if you look at it in terms of spends so on but the pehle kea hoga right pehle log roti kapada makar dekhenge fir ye jayega certainly i was not into the roti kapada or the later now i with zapno i was like but it was ke the paisa people want a better source of entertainment so on and so forth and that's the segment that i was looking for right so certainly india shining india rising that was even very clear in the two thousand three four and i'm very glad right if you look at 2023, we certainly have made a lot of progress, right? So certainly it was it was along that theme that India will be shining, and then these
0: guys will need this uh, entertainment. And, maapir, and now that you know you have, I mean, you have done outstanding work in India last 20 years. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, what is your personal understanding of you know why you think it is, or, or first, do you think it is going to be India's century? Like, what are the deep strength that India has? Which in some ways getting unlocked. Like, what is your perspective on India's uh, time in the world? India's opportunity in the world. The next fifty to hundred
1: years, we we will have an edge over many other countries. Kind of thing, right? So, some reasons in my opinion are internal to us, and some reasons are external. Right. So, if you look at the external reasons, uh, especially in the last, with the advent of internet, so on and so forth, kind of thing, like even. My village in North Bihar is, has a fantastic internet connectivity kind of thing, which we would have never thought, right? Which village is that? This is in Sivan, Noranga, right? So this is like really North Bihar, right? Kind of right. right? And internet 2005, right? And thanks to Geo, like, everyone connected, right? I can do a video call f- from there, kind of thing. And interestingly, they have better roads than Bangalore. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah. so, so, what has happened is like because of this, right? And if you look at an event like COVID, as bad as COVID was, right? COVID taught the entire 7, 8 billion population that you can work with a remote team. Right? So, so because of some unforeseen incident like COVID, innovations, whatever, even in the internet kind of thing, uh, now even a small village in Noranga, people will watch YouTube and understand how does US looks like, right? Like, think of it, like we went to great college, but till 93, I used to think that everybody in US plays tennis and basketball, right? That was my perception, like, as bad as it may sound, right? So, the world has become flat, right? So, that is going to work out to our advantage, right? that the world has truly become flat, right? So, the price, that is going to go away. Right? So, external factors which has made the world flat is one, right? that is going to work to our advantage, because our inherent cost structure is this thing, right? Then, certainly, the... the younger generation, the younger population kind of thing, we certainly have an edge over there kind of thing, right? So that is the kind of thing, right? Third thing that we feel that I feel is like, given our society, right? Like the way we have been like structured and so on and so forth kind of right? The hunger is still there in us, right? Like uh, ki the hunger to achieve something. So if I look at, uh, uh, because of all this travel, like so if I look at like a typical, person in the age group of 15 to 25 in India, and if I look that in Europe or, or in the US, yeah. the kid in India has a much stronger hunger, right? Like, then, <laughs> the rest, right, like, in terms of moving, pushing this thing, I can see these these kids have a much stronger hunger, right? So, the given the fact that the world has gone flat, the next set of generation has, compared to the rest of the world, has a much stronger hunger, right? Our education systems are improving. I'm not just talking about the IITs kind of thing, the Ashoka University, so on and so forth kind of thing, like O uh, Sudhar kind of thing, right? All this will give us a huge advantage kind right. of thing, right? And plus, we'll give it the 1.4 billion population, right? Yeah, so the innovation mindset is, is coming up. So I think this will certainly give us a much stronger edge over the rest of the world. And then 50-60 years I'm quite sure that We should see the start. So
0: India has a opportunity to play in the global economy. Pretty much everything is accessible. Like massively young population, which is also intensely aspirational, right? And people are getting skilled at all entire spectrum of skill set, right? From doing most cutting edge stuff to everyday stuff, all put together, we think you know will unlock India's potential. I totally wholeheartedly believe. I think Mm -hmm. part of one thing we will (laughs) keep diving deep into this podcast is just talk about India opportunity because you know say in 70s, 80s India may how could you create impact? You need then you know, a larger ecosystem to be growing. When you have that uh, tailwind, when there are rising tide, right. and India is probably the biggest rising tide in the, tide in the world, you know, right. and it's going to continue for many decades, right? So, I think I agree with you there. And then
1: even if you look at the, uh, my son is in sixth grade, right? So, even if you look at the kids of that generation, the way they're thinking about it, the kind of work they're doing, is right? very, very, very different. Like, we have ratification, right? We ratification, right? So, right from the ground level, the way these guys are getting molded is certainly different, right? And uh, so in some sense, we have preserved some of those hunger and uh, sort of the quote-unquote the entrepreneurship feeling that we have, this kind right? Plus like the, I don't think the social bonding fabric in India, like certainly with advancement, it but we still are very strong socially bonded, right? So, we keep our bonding strong, right? and that bonding like despite all the advancement improve economy so on and so forth kinda of thing, but it's not like uh, totally broken right so for instance like to give you a very solid example right everybody in my father's generation your father's generation right sabke ghar mein ek do bhai jisko padhana hai ye karna and karte the tabhi bhi bonding hai people will do it for that. so which means that during low times people will be willing to support each other and that should help us in
0: Okay, let's go back to your entrepreneurial career. And so, you know, I think you were trying to do this animation company. At some point, you figure out the, you know, didn't get the product market fit, etc. You decided to shut it down. So by that time, you know, you tried to do a company in Boston. For some reason, you moved on from there. You were a very early employee again, which had its own upside you know, In the end, you know, again, at least after the stock crashed and unlisted, things were not looking good for again. It was at that point, at least not a, you know, great outcome. Then you came back to India, tried to start something for whatever reason that didn't work out. I'm going to move forward a little bit and then come back later. Is you know at some point you started uh, Zop Now. I know you tried extremely hard. Variety to factor at some point the original business model of grocery also didn't work out. You chose to shut that down. So by that time you know you spent almost 12, 13 years trying to do entrepreneurship, and but you did not have a large visible success show for it. And before you answer, I want to mention. Pretty much identical story for me, you know. I worked for startups from nineteen ninety to two thousand seven. Most startups, you know, pretty much shut down. I don't know because of I worked there. Maybe <laughs> that's a reason For uh-huh. some reason, but banned. yeah, you know. And I moved back to India two thousand seven. seven to eleven again. You know, tried to mentor Me, we had so many pivots. So it was twelve years. ago, to two thousand eleven. Nothing to show for it. I don't know how did you deal with the fact right, you know by that time you didn't do your uh, PhD, uh, right and doing all these you know random startups and not able to really show what was your mental model through all these years especially towards the end of you know the, that 12 year journey of uh in fact
1: if you look at the and we'll, we'll talk about the Amazon five years later of right? so 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 very early like I would say in the early 30s right I realized the difference between success and satisfaction. So, for me, like these are like uh, two different concepts altogether, right? If you are running a business, then probably I would go to the extent to say that the only metrics to measure your success is your bottom line. Okay, how profit you generate, karra, that is a success. Like if you ask me honestly, that is like uh, I only feel that it's a success. bottom much is a bottom that is the definition of success, right? And satisfaction is very different, right? So, so, there are some cases wherein the satisfaction and the success can be together, right? But at least for me, these are like two, the way you measure your satisfaction is going to be very different than the way you measure success, right? So, in terms of success, you are absolutely right, like except if I take off the Amazon stint, Partly Egan, when we went IPO, we got some money kind of thing. So, if you look at it, except for those five years at Amazon and the short stint at the IPO time of Egan kind of thing, almost like 20 years was a failure, right? Success composite failure, right? But when you look at the satisfaction bucket, right, that was very large, right? The satisfaction of seeing the whatever for a short period of time, the impact that we created with Egan, right? Or even with timeline Studios, while well, the animation thing didn't work out. And just to close the story, we did a few Bollywood movies as well, Rudra Akshya and others. So, it was impact, tha, right? Uh, even if you look at Zopno, right? Financially, it was a disaster. Like, uh, literally, like, for me, Zopno, like, uh, a good portion of the Amazon stock money went into Zopno, right? But the satisfaction that I got in all the stints, right? more than compensated for the success because remember for me it was always like the kind of lifestyle that I was leading, right I was very sure, after that I had a lot of money but my lifestyle didn't change, nothing. Kind of Amazon ke baad again I had a good load of money and kind nothing of but my lifestyle didn't change, right and in Hindi it says, what is the same thing? what is the same Right. So if the kid is good, then why do you want to save money and kind nothing? Of if the kid is bad, how much money will you pay for that year, right so one kid so so the point is, like, with that kind of mentality, which I strongly believe, right, I was never too much worried about the success, right. If success, satisfaction then I agree, the first thing that I would have done was, like, at the age of 32, or, or maybe 29, applied for civil services, this thing, right. So for me, the satisfaction bucket was large, right. Like, the, the impact that I saw again, or even with the Timeline Studios, and even if I look at Zopna, right, thing, right, I still feel like at a personal level, I'll say, right? At a personal level and this goes back to my overall long-term thinking that the, my grandson should be run in a developed country, right? And for the, uh, the, the classic five-wise, right? For that to happen at some stage, I strongly feel that the woman has to be empowered, right? So if you ask me in a single, like the biggest success, the satisfaction that I had at Zopno was, right? that So Zopno was into the grocery business, the three hours delivery, so on and so forth, right? So heavy operations. At some point, we had like 1500-1600 book hour workforce out right? of the 1600 book hour workforce close to 400-450 were women right? who were these women right? these were women right? from there now she is using an android phone to do some kind of like picking packaging so on and so forth she is getting literate on the digital technology her next step is going to be a data entry job which will give her this thing and once she gets that, probably she'll impart a better education to the kids, and then this thing is there, right? So if you look at those metrics of satisfaction, it was very huge, right? So answering the question like between success and satisfaction, certainly the success metrics was actually negative, but the satisfaction metrics was huge. Right? Uh,
0: so you know, I talked about those twenty-year journey, of, you know, in various stages where you were able to differentiate between external success versus internal satisfaction. And you optimize for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, in some, for you stayed with the whole you know, idea of entrepreneurship for more than two decades. You know, this is one of the things I talk often that one has to approach entrepreneurship as a career and not a one-shot thing. Absolutely, okay, i company I'm going to in two years, go back. to uh, the whole, this somehow, you know, creating the runway for you, where you put 10, 20, 30 years, have multiple shot at it, keep getting better at it eventually your chances are that you will find catch the right lucky break. Lucky breaks are also very important, I think. In uh, the, especially, uh, l- l- luck plays a big, big role. Right, uh, in the uh, whole risk, congestion, rewards, equation, you cannot take luck completely out of it. Correct, But you have to create yourself that kind of runway. Correct, correct, correct right? absolutely. So for you, it happened in some ways, accidentally or deliberately about it, like, you know, no matter how long it takes. Huh, so, so if you look at it, I mean, when I I
1: right? So what I did personally was like, uh, uh, While well, I said like put kaput and those things right so I, I I stashed a set of money That this money I'm not going to touch right this is for the family right like uh, in terms of hardcore number it was a two million dollars right this is for the family as a uh, uh, as a husband as a father I am accountable for uh, there's some expectation yes I just that's a money that I don't touch right that two million bucks is this thing right Baki heki matusko Iashimana, that is an experimental model. <laughs> 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 so to, to the Baki one is to just uh figure it out how to help
0: to go to the next level, so on and so forth. So in between all your entrepreneurs' stints, so you had a you know, I think two outstanding stints, both in Make My Trip. I think you were a CTO there and you were part of the whole IPO story. And uh I think before that you worked at Amazon for uh, nearly five years, right? what are just some of the you know looking back you know those were one was a very late stage company going public amazon also i think the time you were there they were probably in the doldrums they were a storied company in 99 2000 and then went to doldrums for almost a decade so in fact probably the years you were there probably the most depressing time of amazon again i don't know if there's a correlation but you know just just talk to me about you know what were those four fighters like what do you i mean amazon is one of the most valuable companies in the world. Now they've done a lot of pioneering work. And Jeff Visa, in my opinion, is probably the greatest businessman of you know last 25 years, at least among the top two, three. Like, I agree. Right? So just just let's let's talk about you know what was those viewers like and what did you learn there?
1: So the first thing at Amazon was the the power of data. Well everybody talks about data, data, and data, but Amazon maybe data, which impacts <laughs> the business in this right? So one was the data. Second thing, Amazon was like there are good and bad things about the Amazon culture, but the ownership model that Amazon gives like is phenomenal, right? And uh, when a Spiderman, right? With power comes responsibility, so on. Right. So, kind of so the ownership that Amazon gives, like, is like, and the kind of trust that Amazon puts on a person is unbelievable. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So just, just, just like a spot, this day, right? Andy Jassy was not the CEO, right? Andy was given the AWS charter, right? And typically, what would you assume, right? That guy would be a stud engineer, right? Andy is not an engineer. Andy has an MBA from Harvard degree, but he is a fantastic thinker. And Jeff believed in him, and he gave him the biggest charter of building. So typical thinking, I Amazon Web Services is such a technology but the guy who had a very logical thinking good business mind was given the entire charter and look you can argue that a large part of Amazon value is driven by AWS than by Amazon.com right? so data giving the people ownership and if they don't live up to the ownership right making sure like then take the right action right so good to great right Jim, yeah, is Jim right? Collins Jim Collins ki, right Get the right person on the bus and get yeah. the wrong person oh, off the, the bus. bus right? Many of us are good g- good at getting the right person inside the bus. Nikalne mein, Amazon taught that that part. Right? Getting the r- wrong person off the bus is more. I won't say more, but it's is an important and a critical part of that part. Right. So data ownership, get the wrong people of the uh, of the bus kind of thing, right? And metrics-driven culture. Right. So, Amazon made the, for me, right, like, uh, the first sort of meeting we have with Bezos, right, it was like, uh, the first metrics that you look at, what the typical thinking is the first metrics that if a CEO is sitting down will be the business metrics. top line? We will open up with the customer service deck because he will say, if agar customer complains, that points out to a longer this thing, right? So, that was the first time I saw it Was you were starting with uh, customer service, how many calls what was the what was the root cause, last time the root cause You were starting, you are spending the first 20 minutes of the meeting without even knowing, talking about the business kind of thing. Right? So customer centricity, like you read that in the
0: books, but seeing that firsthand was uh, fantastic. So when uh, you know people say, and I think Jeff Bezos always talked about making Amazon the world's most customer centric company, you saw from inside that they saw so from the, you saw from inside and then like uh, 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 other thing
1: fantastic thing that uh, we used to do at amazon was like uh, you have to be hands on so uh, one day uh, so uh, every quarter once you are director plus you have to spend one day at the call center one day at the warehouse and one day writing team emails kind of thing, right and here's this classic like all of everybody has read that and on card at amazon kind of thing right this there is so so the story goes like like <laughs> like uh, jeff was doing that call and the call came from the customer, right? And given it's Jeff, there was a CS agent also next to it, right? So even like, so a call ki Mukesh Mansal, the customer is calling and he bought a table uh, last week from you, right? Even before the customer could say, the guy said ki, sir, is side broken hoga right? And exactly that was the thing, right? And then uh, Jeff asked him, how do you know, right? sir, hamesha aata hai, is table sat, issue aata, right? So the problem was not in the table. The problem was in the way we were packaging stuff. Kind of thing, right? And then it came, the five whys happened, right? Why is the table broken, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually issue was not the table. Because it was, it was a, the way we were packaging the stuff. Kind of thing. And then the entire random court, so on and so forth. So being grounded, right. like, uh, so when Jeff says that, like, uh, I want to make it the most customer, he walks the talk. So I don't see any of his meeting that started with the business metrics. It always started with the customer. And uh, I can see the impact. Usko It's like top line and bottom line is an eventual distinct, right?
0: I remember one very interesting, mm-hmm. I think vaguely recalling now, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos and Ganesha story.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, of course. like So, so this was like 2000. 8, 9, kind of thing, right? And uh, this is before Amazon.in started up, kind of thing, right? So, uh, uh, so Jeff, for a personal visit, he had come to India. He and his son wanted to see Taj Mahal, so on and so forth, kind of thing, right? And uh, it was a very secretive meeting, like a visit, kind of thing, because the Indian press certainly would like to interview Bezos. So, we had to keep everything under the wrap. Literally, last minute, like the custom officers knew that this guy is coming, so on and so forth, right? And then his son really. India a uh, typical outside India guy thinks keep Hathi Tasi ta dic Jang, right? So <laughs> his son really he was ten years old, right? He really wanted to see the elephant, right? So then we said, ki, Chalo. I told him ki, I'll take you to so either uh, will say ki, uh, uh, not Nagarbhavi, Nagarwal, right? I'll take you and you see some elephants, I arrange some meetings. Ne? So it was a good two, two and a half hour drive. So Jeff is there, the driver is there, he had a personal security, I, his son, it was a long car and two other people. Obviously, Luizos, All to Marekar, yeah, right. Ha. And I didn't even offer him the ultra. No. <laughs> yeah, so so, like, so yes. six, seven of us we're were going, right? And then uh, if you know Bangalore like uh, uh, the Mysore Road, right, there is a Ganesha temple kind of right? And the three Ganesha uh Panj-Mukhi temple that they right, and then uh, Lord Ganesha is also called as Ekdant kind right? so uh as as cross this one, this kid like who's ten-year-old, like white Caucasian kid, this says key. Oh, Ganesha, Ganesha, Ganesha kind of thing. And then I was surprised and he, he knows a bit about uh, uh India kind of right. So and then, they, and then uh, um Jeff asked him kind of right that uh, what did we tell about Ganesha? So yeah, Ganesha is the picture of uh, perseverance kind of right. And then I was like, what is he, what the heck is he talking about? kind of right and then Jeff asked the pop quiz thing, right why why is Lord Ganesha <coughs> called as right? Thankfully, because my father gave me Amar Chitra Katha, I knew that answer. But amongst the three, in four Indian, sorry, sitting in over there, only I knew the answer. The remaining three did not. And most interestingly, one of them was from Maharashtra, which does the Ganesh Puja, this thing. Right? And you, anybody who is listening, like, without going to the internet, you should try it out to see why is that called as uh, Ek Dantha. And I'll give you the answer. Kind of thing, right? So the deal is like the... And again... So visa yes. he knew the story or his he son knew did. the story. No, no, he so let me finish the story then, right? So the so just to give the context, of So so the so G- Lord Ganesha is called as Egdan So Lord Ganesha had this the uh, Ved Vyas is the one who's credited with writing Mahabharata, right? And uh, with telling Mahabharata. He was reciting Mahabharata, and Lord Ganesha was the one who was writing it up, right? And the deal with Lord Ganesha and, and Ved Vyas was key. If you stop writing, I'm I'm going to stop telling you the story. That was the deal kind of thing, right? The Ganesh, Lord Ganesha is writing kind of thing, right? And in between, the nib of the pen breaks, right? Now since the deal is that he can't stop, right? Now nib has broken, what can he do, right? So he takes off one of his teeth and the rest of the Mahabharata is written with this theory, right? So the point is, like so first of all, like, the remaining three didn't know the story. I knew it because... My dad always gave me that, otherwise, I, uh, like I would have never known. So, I saved that embarrassment. But the thing is, the guy is so well read. Like, he is teaching his son right? a story from, and this is the story which I am reasonably sure this is my favorite pop quiz as many a times. I am reasonably sure 95% of the Indians don't know. Right? So, he is teaching a story to his son about perseverance based on Indian mythology. Right? So, while you think about this customer service so on and so forth kind of thing, right? But the power of story and communicating a point via that story, I think Jeff has one of the, is one of the best in that one, right?
0: Picking up a story and telling you perseverance guy, yeah, right? Incredible. I think that's an outstanding story. Uh-huh. Uh, I confess. Mm-hmm. I... Didn't know the story. At least, I didn't know. First time you told me this. I since then I have known. Mm-hmm. But I think the Indian mythology is a huge source of very very powerful story mm-hmm. and very relevant, le- relevant lessons. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I think in this podcast sometime you know we'll get time to <laughs> delve deeper into that. Uh, all right, Mukri. Now let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey, not your uh, significant entrepreneurial journey. And I think that also had two phases. First phase. So I think as probably 2010, 11. You got into grocery e-commerce and I think that's around the time e-commerce was taking off even I was also transitioning into fashion e-commerce around the same time frame and you know it was on one hand 2010 to 15, 16 was kind of golden age of e-commerce in India but it's also coincided by like all companies including you know Mintra burning insane amount of money to get to some scale in retrospect I think we created the we laid the tracks you know, <laughs> right so which is probably going to help create you a know, better business future but at some point, you, know, you throw your ring in the hat also, you in some ways went after the, both the largest category and the hardest category. Right, so let's, let's talk about that. Initially, what what convinced you? You know, and you already said Roti Kapadamaka so many times, you know. Was that one of the factors of starting, you know, grocery retail company? So, so the, the the starting point
1: of uh, grocery, right, like, uh, so this was the time like uh, make my trip had gone public in 2010 kind of thing. I was almost like 7, 8, months post IPO and uh, in some sense I was not very enjoying the the, the not as per the job but the direction that Patrick wanted to take kind of thing. So I didn't see myself fit in over there kind of thing. Right. So obviously the plan was to do a next startup kind of thing. Right. So so the reason to like uh, uh, I, I have already quoted right right like uh, what Abraham Lincoln said right the best way to predict the future is to create one kind of thing. Right. So so the starting point was was actually personal. And I strongly believe that whatever problem statement that you're trying to solve kind of thing, you should have gone through the pain point point. I should be passionate about it that point right? So the starting point to do the grocery was like, uh, Julie, my wife was pregnant, she was six months pregnant and then uh, we were standing in the checkout queue of a grocery store, right? So this was easy day in the Walmart stuff. <clears throat> and uh, we were probably fourth or fifth in the queue. The guy in the front was fighting over some change, right? That classic one, right? Ki change. And then the guy was saying, and I was saying, boss, everything in this basket, right, from the Ashirva Data to everything else, I exactly know, right? Why do I have to come and make this purchase? Kind of, right? So it started as a pain point, personal pain point, and then that triggered ki qi kind of thing, right? Like uh, and uh, then I said ki anyways I want to do my next startup kind of thing, right? This looks like an interesting category kind of thing. Obviously like uh, we, we have lived in U.S. and Bay Area. Webband was very popular at some point of time and I was a customer, right? And all of us knew the debacle of Webband, right? It was largely driven by the good innovation kind of thing, but they were not focused on bottleneck. In anyways, I was a very bottleneck guy, right? So the category attracted me, that the grocery as a category looked interesting, right? But also there was a sense of maturity. Ike boss, very smart set of people who tried to do Webband, did not work out kind of thing. And in general, retail is a tough market and within retail, grocery is a even tougher kind of thing, right? So, so, so if you look at the India landscape in 2011, right, like uh, the you guys were there in terms of Mintra, then there was Flipkart and Snapdeal kind of thing. But still, I would say early days of internet e-commerce in India kind of thing, right? Uh, so what was very clear, and given the bottom line that I was in, right, so what was very clear was that people are spending an insane amount of money in customer acquisition, whether it's discount or whatever kind of thing, right, and logistics. Kind of and those were the two, in some sense, if you look at e-commerce, like these were the two places wherein a lot of cash was going in, kind of thing, right. And is there a way to optimize that one, right? I feel that grocery as a category, right? Given less assume, unlike less assume fashion or watch or any other any uh, other category, right? Wherein your purchase is maybe like twice or thrice a year, kind of thing, right? grocery is literally four times a month, kind of thing, right? With that repeat purchase behavior, right? So if the if the uh, experience is good right you will again buy again 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 which means the retention is going to be high if the retention is high then overall your cost of customer acquisition over a long period of time should be quite uh, low kind of thing, right? likewise with the huge volume that you are serving kind of thing your chances of optimizing logistics is going to be much better kind of thing, right? so those were the so while I picked up the category as a grocery but if you go deep be- below the plan was to see customer acquisition cost and the logistics cost and is there a play that can that can be done there right Plus on top of it, like in terms of the uniqueness, right? And there's a reason why you picked up the word now. So, if you look in 2011, if you ordered something from any of the e-commerce, this thing, the typical delivery was like T plus 3 or T plus 4 days or T plus 2 at best kind of thing, right? So, you order on a Monday, you will get it on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday kind of thing, right? So, the goal was that if nothing else in the grocery, if you can build up a same day delivery network, there's a value to the same day delivery kind of thing. Now, a whole lot of people are doing the same day delivery, but the same-day delivery, we felt that we, if a network can be built on the same for a same-day delivery kind of thing, that itself is quite valuable. Kind of, right? So, that was the genesis of starting Zapno. Right? Category being large, internally, let's try to see if the customer acquisition and the logistics can be optimized. And if nothing else, the logistics itself can be a large enough uh, uh, business kind of thing. And the goal that we had set for ourselves was not along the top line. But is there a way we can improve the bottom line kind of thing? Is there a way this can be operationally meaningful, right? So that's how the journey started, right? right. So, so you are, were
0: going uh, after the large category, which are <laughs> high frequency use case, low margin category. And so day one, you wanted to build a highly efficient supply chain. Mm-hmm. And I think to a large extent, you did. So in the let's first talk about what went well in the Zopno um, journey. So what went well,
1: right? And what eventually... Uh Zopner and Samsung transformed into Zopsmart now, right? What went well is the reason why we are making a whole lot of money right now, Kenneth, right? So what went well was our uh, ability to take the decision that we are going to build up the most interesting piece of tech stack, there, right? So, and I still believe we have a, 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 a very strong edge when it comes to the entire omni-channel tech stack that we have built, right? Whether it's the way we have built up the front-end website, the mobile app, or the inventory management system, or the warehouse management system, or the logistics, picking, packaging, so on and so forth, right? So, our continued focus on improving the bottom line by using technology, I would say, has been there since 2011, kind of thing, right? So, that I would say has gone went well. And that's the reason why we're making money right now, like that uh, 10s and 20s millions of dollars that we're making is because of uh, of uh, that investment, kind of thing, right? So, I would say that went well, kind of thing, right? What didn't, go well in the earlier part uh, 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 was like uh, uh, the the team formation I would say so when I started there were two of us as founders who started that part up as well and then after a year like both of us wanted to take the company in two different directions kind of thing right thankfully given those Zosys experience that this time I was much more matured like I mean, there was still some rash kind of thing was there was but i think the very fact that zopnos survive and zopsmart is doing phenomenally well gives me the comfort and the feeling that unlike zosus this time getting the wrong person off the bus and making sure that the bus still continues to run i would give ourselves a very strong mark and I think that and that is purely reflected in the current financials that we have right so what went well was the investment in the technology and being very persistent about it that despite like and we had external investors we raised close to 59 million. Years, there was a constant pressure of growth. Because 2011-12, the entire thing was grow, grow, grow and grow kind of thing, right? And where we were totally focused on bottom line, bottom line, bottom line. Kind of so the persistency of using technology to keep on improving, wherein we strongly believe that is valuable. I think that was fantastic. And we are seeing the results in overhead. Downside, I think, team-wise, I think we should have been slightly more mature. But again, on the positive, within literally 12, 13, 14 months, I took the decision that... Uh, If this is like, get the wrong person off the bus kind of thing. And this time, I think, at least financially, we agreed on a number. And then I personally, ah, so this is another interesting point, since you're talking about the entrepreneurship journey, right? That, and this I learned at Amazon, right? If there is a mess up, then you take that accountability. The company should not be penalized for that one, right? So I was wrong in picking up the founder. Like, I'm not saying the person was bad kind of thing, but I'll say that we were not meant to run the company together, right? So, the fact that within 15 months I took the decision to take control and kind of thing, right? That was, I think, um, again, learning from Zoasis and the past experience kind of thing. And I took the call that we f- finally agreed on a financial number. And, uh, and something that I'm still very proud of is like uh, while the company, we had raised money. So the company had money and I could have gone back and dipped into the company reserve and uh, used that company reserve to square off uh, the other founder kind of thing. But I took the call that, hey, this was my mistake, right? Like
0: I should have been more uh, cautious in doing this one, right? And also go into co-founder thing, right? And one of the things, you know, I have seen in most entrepreneurial setup, the co-founder dynamics is most often the thing that goes wrong. And a lot of people are not able to recover because they don't know how to deal with, you know, there are just friction countries for a long period of time. Sometimes say, people get into that, I'm going to It's just not an efficient system. Right, so, and you have also, you know, multiple times, in fact, you've dealt with that. And, and eventually, I think things, you know, worked out outstandingly well with, you know, uh, newest co-founder who is, you know, currently running Zo as Op smart with you. What are your learnings? Like, what are, What goes into getting the co-founder dynamics, right? If you have to do it again, or advise someone here co-founder takes right, what do you do? it's a tough one. Right? It's, a, it's, a, it's a
1: tough one because, like, if you look at it, right? As a humans, there is a hierarchy that is there always, right? if structure, then one and then this thing is there, right? The issue with the co-founder is all of a sudden you have two, right? And then in an ideal world, we say, clean segregation, sales marketing we will do technology, right? Fundraising, do Steps, right? But the fact is that clean segregation does not happen, right? Sales marketing will have some expectation from tech, this so on and so forth. So, whatever you do that, yeah. and it is this areas of overlap which is where the friction will come right so having a friction with a co-founder is very 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 natural right like I am I am yet to come across where people say I no friction right if there is somebody saying I don't have a friction with the co-founder then that person is certainly lying right now there are some friction that you can live with both of you can or if there are three then all, all of you can live with some of the frictions right there's some friction that you cannot live with right so it's important with that When type of friction then you have a straight talk right, right? And, and those are the talks wherein you have to keep the emotions out emotions right? yeah what is important in, in 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 cases like this is to understand the perspective what exactly every person will have a different perspective about what does he or she wants to achieve kind right? easiest one to do is the financial one if the other co-founder has an expectation that okay, I am doing this and I'm not saying it's wrong, right? Okay, I'm doing this because of this kind of financial, then that's the easiest one, right? Okay, you figure out a sum of money and then pay off. So in which case you say, okay, if it's the points of contention is very strong kind of thing, then you absolutely will have to go get the person off the bus, right? I don't think there is any two ways about that, right? And these are hard things because... When you're working with a co-founder, there's a good chance that you'll know the family, the kid, this, that, so on. So all those things are there. Right? And we are getting the person of the bus. You'll think about those things. family And all these other things. All this, you'll go through that part, right? And that's the hard part of doing it. But then you have to see that, hey, if you truly believe that this company is your baby, right? Then you have to, the way you have to think that, hey, this is my kid and for the, if the kid has to be protected right agosko polio injection or polio injection right but why right this injection dena diphtheria ka the injection lagega bachcha roega right so what is a fact of life is there right so at that point if you think the friction is too high you have to get rid right but getting the co-founder like uh, all of us do the mistake in the early stages of life right if we try to get somebody the best friend right and what happens typically the best friend will have the same skill set as you right both of you are good at tech and then marketing sales right so, getting a complimentary, somebody with a complimentary, this thing is uh, always beneficial. Sometimes, sometimes getting an additional person into the bus actually takes care of the friction, right? Friction point, <inaudible> but here is this person whom we can trust. It may not be necessarily at a co-founder level, but somebody senior enough. So, just go back to the bus analogy. Will a person getting in the bus fix the stage? First of all, get the
0: complimentary co-founder. Friction rayaga. Somebody getting to the bus, if they're fixed, well and good. Otherwise, so as you're saying, I think it's probably, you know, we can summarize by saying, you know, the getting a co-founder dynamics is very tough.
1: It's tough. Right?
0: Yeah. And I think so people just need to approach it that way. If you do justice to the complexity of the problem, then people are smart enough to, you know, figure it out. You know, have a transparent conversation, have a clear decision-making framework. If needed, somebody moves on and so on. But I think people should not assume that best friend. Khai, chalu hai, chal I think it oh. doesn't matter who you start. In fact, especially with best friend, the chance of not working out is even that is. much higher. So I think this is... But having a right co-founder also can create huge leverage yeah. because it's an entrepreneurship lonely journey. You know, a lot of times you're struggling alone if you're able to divide the work, you know, equally and so on. And sometimes when you are having a bad day or bad month, someone else can step up. So, but yeah, it's it's not that straightforward, right? Yeah. And you've seen it multiple times. And it's, right? and then, and I, it's like... like I said I have still another thirty thirty five years of professional life left, right? Co-founder friction
1: dynamics and but I agree with you that starting a company with a co-founder, is, at least for me, is like uh, is a fantastic thing, right? Because then there are people with whom you can discuss at least some part of the loneliness at the top and so on and so forth gets uh, addressed.
0: Right? No, actually Personally, also, whenever I started something, I've always started with a co-founder. I think I'll continue doing that in future. It hasn't been easy. I think you know with Rambo's co-founder journey. At some point, it comes to an end for a variety of reasons. I think that's been a case in my journey as well. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very important factor of starting company. You've mentioned multiple times, 30 years ago, career has been saved. And you, because you, I don't no you know out your age, but you said you're 47. Not 47. I don't, I don't have any. So, nah. le, it's a, you know, 47 plus 35, you know, 80 plus year. And by the way, I'm exactly the same camp. I don't ever want to retire. In fact, in this part we'll talk a lot about longevity health you know the role that having a productive engagement plays in your life etc what is your method of framework thinking you know why that long you know thinking about working well past your 80s what's the third person so i'm into the retail category kind of thing, right and i see the impact right that
1: some of the work that we are doing is having on the retail and i'm hoping that we can replicate it Uh, in multiple other categories and hopefully at some stage uh, like much beyond retail as well, right? So short answer is what drives me is the amount of impact that I see, right? Now impact can be less as you by improving the logistics, right? Saying that, hey, I got rid of X many trucks across the world which leads to a lower carbon footprint which leads to a better nature, right? Like, and certainly, right, I like... uh, uh, that makes you feel, the satisfaction bucket gets this thing and in this case it also leads to a success bucket because that particular stuff gets me 5 million dollars of revenues as well right so that's a perfect combination kind right and I still feel that given the other potential that at least I can see in the retail kind uh, right even 35 years is less <laughs> I wish I like and I'm hoping with medical science improving like 35 years is at the bare minimum like I think at the current stage, I think I'll certainly go to like 90 without going insane kind of thing. My wife may have a different opinion, but still. But thanks to the medical science, if it can if if we can extend our life to let's say the 125, 130, I'll have to work for another 60 years because the impact that I feel that uh, me along with Zopfmann, the rest of the folks that Jopman can create is humongous kind of thing, right? And personally I like to pick up categories of problem statement. Wherein, like uh, internally, have this th- uh, this thing that uh, you're always at the beginning of infinity, right? So when you're setting up a goal, right? And I, when I look at anything in the retail, right? So if you look at retail, right, Mutamoti retail is at some level is very simple. At some level, it's very complex. Yeah. Right? The retail is about all about a large selection of product delivered at a good price and a great service. you Product, price, service. Right. So one thing keep here, right. But what is the right product selection? Right? So, the right product selection for Mukesh will be very different for an avana, will be very different for a Joe, so on and so forth, right? See, each one of them is in fact, if you look at it, it's an infinite problem. Like like uh, So the fact that we can create an impact, the fact that the problem statement is so large, right, that it is literally belongs to the infinite category. Lakta jitne sales, mazar Take a sign passive, which is a good thing, kind of thing. Impact kind of thing. And it is aligning with my overall long-term vision. Right. It's right. like personal vision, right? That my grandkid will be born in this thing. So if it, it is aligning, right, then what's the
0: point of retirement? But the retirement? And amazing. Right? It's this comes as a byproduct of, you know, you're creating a very long-term runway for you. And long-term runway, you know, it's creates that ability, opportunity to compound things, you know, you take, you know, we all know basic math, right? 1.3 raised to power, you know, 30 okay. is a number that we can't, you know, comprehend. You know, it's that big, right? So, and second thing is also I think from even health point of view, mental wellness point of view, having that productive engagement okay. is extremely important. You know, the whole thing of retiring after 60, 65 and not engaging something else creates a vacuum that I think a lot of people struggle with, right? So, hopefully, I think we'll see. I mean, yeah,
1: and, and, and that
0: also brings an important part, right? But,
1: if what you're doing right now if the thought process is that right. after then Abhi... why are you doing it right now? Exactly. Right. So, so for me, the entire concept of retirement is like very alien, right? Yeah. I am thoroughly enjoying what I am doing kind of thing. I am seeing the impact, sab kuch right? Then, why retirement? Like, what yeah. this I is, This is what I want to do
0: throughout my life. Right? So the concept of retiring, we Going back to Zopno journey, so as you know, you, you launched the company, you got into grocery retail, uh, you know, the retail had a lot of tailwinds, you know, you grew, got to a different significant scale, but you were trying to build the company with a you know, very frugal mindset yeah. and optimizing for bottom line, not for top line, but the environment different. Yeah. Only currency at that time was, it has changed now, thankfully, mm-hmm. at that time, how fast you're growing, what is your month-over-month growth rate, week-over-week growth rate, and so on, right, irrespective of how much money you're burning. And somewhere you made different choices which was not optimal for that time. At some point, you know, you raise some money, but uh, eventually the game became can you raise hundreds of millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. And because you were not playing a scale game, you were not able to raise or chow. And and then company went to I think deep introspection phase for, you know, I think twenty sixteen to eighteen. 18 almost, yeah. So just let's just go through that period in slow motion because by the time you were spending you know four or five years trying to build, you know, Zop now and you know, things were not lining up well at some point, a lot of I don't, you know, even your internal investors, external investors were not supporting the company. I think you put in a lot of your personal money yeah. to, for the company to survive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what was your inner dialogue and what was in just, this, just mm-hmm. what, what struggles you went through in those two, three years?
1: So that was certainly like, uh,
0: struggle maybe, maybe the, not the most
1: appropriate choice of what I, I would still say kind of thing like it was, uh, uh, or maybe str- it was, a good thing was it was, maybe struggle is the right word, but it was not tensed. right. So, it was uh वो Hindi में वो आता है ना पहले समाचार में was था रे स्थिति but tha. let's put it that way करना थी tanav, tha, right? like, tanav right? and and, and uh, the if you look at uh, that error, right like uh, 2016 this thing right when a uh, lot whole lot of things was about growth right um, personally like I like this saying right you can't go to a madrasa and say they are not teaching a bible right because they were raha tha, right? They were raha tha ki growth is the only thing. So, I had no rights to complain that. one, And in their own rights, they were doing the right thing, right? Like, for the funds, or the sure. or so on, so forth, this day, right? So, the fact that I had the maturity that you can't go to a madasa and say, they are not teaching the Bible, right? That was good because then I knew. But on the same note, right? I believed in what we were building that up, kind of thing, right? So, was we frustrated that we were not... Certainly, we tried to raise money. It's not that we didn't try. Like, it would be very foolish of me to say, it was... Right? Uh, so but we were not able to raise money right? so I was very clear that uh, were we desperate to raise money absolutely we were desperate to raise that money but on the same note I didn't want to like raise money on a bunch of lies that I didn't believe in right? so it w- would have been very easy for me to go and say okay, this, and then after raising the money I go back to uh, which is, by the way, what one of the investors did tell me, right? That I know for sure that even if you raise money, you'll be bloody focused on doing the tech. Wait yeah, and right? switch for marriage was okay, but not for raising money. Right? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> for university. not for raising money, right? right. Uh, so there is a bit of dichotomy in there, but I was clear that he won't do So, 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 that that certainly made things quite tense, right? Like, uh, in the process, we lost some good employees as well, which was very painful because obviously the market was hot. right? So lots of people left as well, kind of thing. Some of them were, were, were really good, kind of thing, right? So certainly that was a quite disappointing key look, but I understand like if somebody is paying you five x the salary, then why not, kind of thing, right? So we were, investors were not convinced, we couldn't raise money, kind of thing. Employees were uh, uh, were not uh, sort of like sticking to us, uh, kind of thing, right? But the most important part was I still had the belief, like the seeing that uh, even with the, not that we were very large when it came to the grocery, right? But the specific segment of customer which was like the convenience seeker, right? I knew that this product was dumb. right? So, I knew that there is a fundamental business that can be built on top of it, right? So, and again, if I look at why is it happening in over there, because of the investment that we had in the technology, right? So, some of it was belief, right? Honestly, some of it was also stupidness, right? The right thing, like, sometimes you, you can go back, like, now ZopSmart is doing well, but let's assume if it was not doing well, people would have said, yeah, you could like, uh, you could have joined one of these emerging companies as a, at a senior level kind of thing and still made a good amount of money so on and, uh, 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 and so forth. Right? But I had an inherent
0: belief that what we're building is is good. So how long did that period last where you were kind of in the doldrums, not sure what the future of the company, but you were not, not giving up? I think you started putting a lot of your personal capital. Kitna, kitna Almost it was a good two
1: years. Two years. So between two thousand sixteen to eighteen kind of thing. I said, like, except for the two million of stash that I kept for the family, like I still had some some money in, in, in left kind of thing, which I said ki so uh, and I genuinely feel right like uh, uh, and uh, that uh, the company is my baby, right? So it's like so for me putting in outside the money ad for Julian Namanga right, I said, ki, ye paisa isi ke liye, right? So Mal if my kid needs the money, right? Kind of thing, why will I not invest? Right? So for so putting the money was the easier part of the decision. right? Laying the tracks was the tougher part, right? So I knew that we had what we had done, something was 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 a valuable kind of thing. I knew that this business is okay. we were looking at the convenience, seeker, which is a smaller set, but for the passengers. But also I knew that this business is not very large, at least from the Indian context perspective, right? I knew that the discount seekers is almost like 95% of business, 5% is in over here. So if I really want to raise money for survival, so on and so forth, is to focus on right? So that practicality was there. But on the same note, I understood that that is not my DNA, right? that if share to kind of right? So I that not, right? And I knew ki that that would be a slippery slope, right? Ki Uske I have to live that life kind of thing. and that I was not willing. And, and I had some kaysha. I said, ki chalo dal ke leta, right? So, so so I knew value. Hai. I didn't know how to monetize that value. Right? And that's where I would say uh two things, right? Like uh, that's a very low face kind of Did you have like self-doubt at that point? Uh, it would be light to say ki I didn't have self-doubt. Right? Like uh, so I had uh, uh Thoda tha, asa, is it a the right And as you said, right? That it would without anything significant to show, right? So, to, thoda self-doubt tha, ki is it self-doubt that the right thing so, so. But more than the self-doubt, sometimes I used to feel bad about the family. Right? And, and this pure honest truth, right? Uh, we had money, nahi tha, ke, eh, but I would always say, right? So, sometimes I'll feel bad that when I see, like, not that like... Uh, my wife or uh, uh, the kid will complain, right? You'll see your colleagues going to Europe, jarey, or a holiday, or they are going to Kurk, and we are going to Europe. So, it was a little bit that. Like why don't you go to Europe? I went once. but I, 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 by the way, And then I finally decided that Kurk is better than Europe. Right? I, I'm not lying. Right? <laughs> Both but, but, but the point was that it was a little bit difficult. Right? We say, ki, yeah, because I knew that because of financial reasons, we are not making that trip. So let's get done with that, right. So that sometimes used to bother me, ki, is it the right thing that I'm doing for the family? Because this time, Naman no is never going to be four years old. Uh, so is it the right thing? So those things used to hurt. But when I looked at like, given that like, I literally considered, right, that uh, Zopno is my second kid, right. So when I look at the second kid, I said, no, it's not so good you clarify Two kids Secrets <laughs> So, so there the, the, yeah. so, is the second kid Like And by the way Like uh, Both Naman and Zopno Are like Naman is born in August 2011 Zopno is September right? So these are like Literally for me These are twins Right So So it's Right So It's value hai, But it's not How Right And The that low period kind of thing, right? There, there is, uh, and uh, you'll be surprised who said that. Like, I'm not sure if you know this, right? Uh, this, Have you heard this thing? right? Not, and let me see if I can recite uh, uh, it correctly. Not everything that can be counted counts. And not everything that counts can be counted. Yeah. Guess who had said that? Albert Einstein. Hmm. You're not expect to count, right? So, not everything that can be counted, like, so, we do does it really count, right? Like, you can even count up a business metrics, that, like, does it really count in the long, this right? Or even from business, right? five hundred metrics, reality, metrics are the most important, right? And same thing, that 2016-18 was the second part of the phrase, right? Not everything that counts can be counted, right? So, for instance, like, sixteen eighteen, 18 I realized, right, the values of friendship, right? Do you have a 5 a.m. friend, right? you're in a low point of your life kind right I'm not going to talk and we just have a cup of coffee and then I'm going to leave right So, sometimes we'll call you sometimes you're going to... so that phase made me realize the second part of the Einstein quote right if you have, do you really have those people right do you really have those people like uh, who are literally uncountable kind of thing like these are the people who really count right so so that more than the business taught me a lot about the human relationship, right? Like, uh, so, 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 so the emotional part of value part but, but the confidence was still there that the value is going to be there, right? But the most important part was the luck thing, right? So what happened was for us was like that was the phase, right? So we knew that we have a good product, right? And again, remember, right? And I think I mentioned before, right? My email signature used to be Jai Throat, throughout, right? So I was so much like focused on India, right? And then like pure luck, this thing, this thing, right? Amazon was in the process of acquiring Whole Foods, right? So all of a sudden, from the business environment perspective, everybody started to feel, right? Omnichannel is a good to have, right? For if you go and talk to a retailer, you'll see that, either there will be two camps, right? People will say either online is a flash in the pan, online is a flash in the pan, but we are there for long term, but we the when Amazon acquired Whole Foods, right? When the process was happening, right? All of us and every retailer started to think, yeah, Walmart was a offline store. Tha, wo online. Hai. Amazon was, used to be all online. Wo offline. So, going to Right? That the offline going to be. Correct. I have to be a part of the strategy, right? Pure luck. We were at the right point with the right thing, with the right solution, right? At Zom, like what we had built, the thanks to the six, seven years of technology investment, we had the perfect stack we had the perfect stack to say ki, look if you are an offline retailer we can start your omni-channel journey in literally four weeks tha, right more than the amazon stock value the fact that amazon looked at the whole foods thing that was our best marketing tool. because uske paas, we knew that this is valuable and we were trying to sell so on and so forth karenge, karenge, right? good to have to must to have right all of a sudden
0: in a span of one quarter everybody was like boss Omnichannel is not good to have, it's a must to. Right, have the so by that time, because you were investing your tech stack, you had the technology ready mm-hmm. and a lot of these you know, international grocery retailers, they wanted to become omnichannel players and you connected with them, you started selling your technology stack and you basically become a yes. SaaS company. So first was, you know, you said, uh, you know, that you know, that lonely period of two years. I think every startup goes through that. I don't know of any successful startup. Mm-hmm which does not go through those, you know, two, three-year period. And I feel, you know, I mean, including Amazon, you went mm-hmm. through Amazon at the brink of, you know, dying at some mm-hmm. point, right? So, I think the startup character gets built. Mm-hmm. You also really figure out who you are. Like, then you really get tested. You have to ask deep questions, like, i am who you know? And that introspection, self friction what really matters to me, what doesn't matter to me, all the fluff, you know, all the pseudo-concept and everything goes away. And you are just in front of naked reality. Like, you know, that... And that, you know, being able to survive. Now surviving is not necessarily purely skill. It's, you know, little bit of persistence, you know, little bit of support system that you talked about. Little bit of, you know, really be honest to yourself, what matters to you and what doesn't matter yeah. to you. But the companies that come out of that you know usually tend to do really well afterwards because uh-huh. all the fluffy stuff, you know, goes out of the way, you are much more focused, you are only more authentic, so that's one part. Like you know, anyone who is, I think, thinking of starting a career in entrepreneurship, need to mentally prepare. Why? In fact, I'll tell you, you know, one story from uh, cult. You know, so for us, because I was second time entrepreneur and we raised a lot of money. First four years went like, you know, just everything went well. Okay. Uh, I used to talk to Ankit. Yaar, um some startup men, you go through very tough phase. And then COVID happens, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I literally, you know, draw from the sky. And we have to go through there, reinvent the company and all of that. So, I think that's one is important part. Okay. Second is, you said, you know, luck played a very big role, which also not to be undermined. So, I mean, you stayed in the game for 10 years. So, you were kind of prepared to get lucky. Right? If you didn't invest in technology tech, if you shut down the company in 2017, even if Amazon did the Whole Foods thing, you know, you would not have benefited from that. So, like, putting yourself in that position for a long period of time, so that, you know, will actually catch their lucky break in when it happens.
1: And, and this brings an important point, right? Like keep... So I agree. Like if you're there for long term, like I'm yet to come... It will play out. It will it, it will eventually uh, uh, play out, right And whenever you're looking at a problem statement or whatever you're doing, right? It took me time to figure it out that the word uncertain and risk are two different yeah. numbers, right? First, I think that uncertain risks are the same thing, yeah. yeah. right? Risk is like rolling a dice, and then ki, yaar, you say, how much is it? And you say, if it's a fair dice, it's 1 by 6. It's right. right? uncertain that outcome don't know the outcome. So lots of time, you are at a phase where things are uncertain, right? What will happen? You don't know what will happen. Because in dice, you know, one out of six is right. going to come out, right? So you should be clear about what, what are the times when things are uncertain, and what other times things are risky, right? So, 2016 to 18 period was a lot of uncertainty, right? Because we didn't know what right? But if you start thinking deep into that one, right? Eventually, you will move from that uncertain period to the risk one, right? So, for me, like personally, the big thing was removing away the Jai right, right? The fixation, right? And it was a very emotional decision for me, right? Like, Ki, Jai Hans, Pure Bara Se Likh Raha Hai Kind of Thing, removing that and my now email signature has a very neutral one regards kind of right it may look like your two words getting changed into one kind of thing so on and so forth but for me it was a very very big emotional this thing right and that like the moment because it was a mindset change right while I knew even after the time and today's experiment it has to be global so on and so forth
0: kind of thing but it samaya not tha, right and that also you know resonates well with me I think the way I am now looking at India opportunity you know we use this phrase for India or from India I think both are leveraging, you know, India potential, India strength, you know, the bigger you become as a global company, you know, you're earning in dollars, you're creating so much employment opportunity here. Mm-hmm. So that is also is yeah. almost very directly mm-hmm. contributing to India impact. Yeah. Just coming back to ZobSmart, Market, right? So you basically become this SaaS company. You had this omnichannel tech mm-hmm. stack, which some of these, you know, global grocery r- retailers found very differentiated. And now you're doing, you know, somewhere in the you know range of $100 million annual revenue, 60% margin business you know just you know few of you you guys on the come literally your destiny is in your hand so having gone the journey and having now this platform as, as i'm saying i'm realizing you know the only heavily cash flow companies positive companies are all started with z zo <laughs> so, niroda oh, now zop smart agla z the only way to make money to to Right, so but there is another side of you. Mm-hmm. I think more mm-hmm. regular Khati body got not I take one is a So that that regular kheti, so that is the hydroponics thing. Right. Right, right?
1: regular Kheti body is just for like uh, just to some get some peaceful time to sport that back mm-hmm. and other, right? So there are two, right? Like uh, one is to so I, I do have uh, a fairly large farm kind of thing. Right? Uh, Kya pe? Huh? uh all kinds of things, right? Right from this season mangoes were fantastic kind of thing. Bunch of It's <coughs> a- t- a bunch of fruits, we tried rice as well kind of things So uh, rice is there, there's a small like murgi Those kind of things are there uh, but there's Some chicken chicken So, 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 um, so depending on the say, some banana plantations So on and so forth Is Bangalore or... Bangalore uh, outskirt like it's in this thing but, the, the, but it's more for like going there and then like uh, you get time with nature kind of things, so sit down, relax, those kind of stuff And plus, like, um, it may sound like uh, economically very foolish kind of thing But I do have um, a very stupid uh, attraction towards land Like the land looks like is mean uh <laughs> So so like like no, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no <not>, But <laughs> <laughs> there is money in the bank which is digital in nature, XXXXX okay, x- 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 amount is there. You get the SMS from the bank that your account is credited with XXXX, x- x- which is a large number, you feel happy about it. Karanudin. But when you see like B securka ek- kal- land, just So, it's it's it, it's uh I know it's very childish, boyish, stupid kind of thing.
0: But hey, you know, that's your thing. But, but you do a lot of interesting projects. You know, other <laughs> interesting project you are doing is this um, summarize. Sorry, yeah. So, hmm. there you are able to, I think, or the way you explained to me, you are able to You build this AI software. You take a book and uh, you automatically summarize the book in 10 15 pages, like keeping the complete gist, emotion, high point of the story of the book, right? So, someone can read the book in 15 minutes. You know, that sounds fascinating. You know, why are you doing it and how? How far from prime time is this? I love books, like I. But reading a book takes eight to ten hours. Can I use it to like really get the joy of reading a book in order of 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, well, like so. So let me start with why, you
1: know, thing, and then a bit on the how, and then this thing. Right? So just like many things in life, this one also came as a personal pain point, right? So interesting, you talked about the COVID thing, right? So but thankfully for us, like unlike the pure food journey, right? COVID was fantastic for us from a business perspective because people again didn't have an even before COVID we started to do well but COVID was all we needed right so business actually grew up quite a lot uh, uh, during that time right so at the beginning of the COVID like now you are locked inside the house cannot right then uh, again I'm living in outskirts it was not like locked locked but still uh, and I had like one sixty odd unread books right like uh literally book Kindle pe, ya Audible pe hai, ya physical book hai chanate, right Cover Kala Kushne de Ka kind of thi, right? So uh, so I realized like that time I was forty-five, right? Yeer, abhi 160 book hai, and it's not that I'm a bad reader, so I'll do like ten books a year kind of thing. So slightly like uh month mein ek, like Halkas, ja right? So yeah, and I did the basic back of the envelope calculation that I get like 35 books on an average recommendations to read, kind of thing. So So there is no way I can clear that up, right? And I am done with reading the Harry Potter's of the uh, of the world kind of right? So, so eventually I realized that this right. So then I started using bunch of the standard apps, right? Headway, Blinkist, so on and so forth, kind of, right? They do uh, serve a good purpose, kind of thing, right? But at least for the kind of pain point that I had, it was not right. So at some point I started to feel that these are nothing but an extension of the same thing, right? Or the cover of the book, right? So then I said, is there a way I can build something which can be more interesting, So still in the early stage, personally for me, Summarize is working out fantastic because it does satisfy my need, Karnathi, right? But to make it prime time, like, I'm not able to invest as much time as I, I should kind of thing and, and probably at some stage I have to find the right But well, you, you personally wrote most of the code for Sunrise. Personally, I only wrote, Like I was the only, I'm was only. i the single developer for the... I still like to code. So I'm the single developer that has that kind of thing. I think it has come out well. Like it, it is serving and
0: some I've shared with you as well kind of thing. It
1: has come out well, but I still think that a, a lot still needs
0: to be done. So you fi- keep finding this interesting project, whether it's hydroponics or your own farm or, you know, hmm. building AI software like Sunrise, etc. How do you find time? What motivates you? You know, generally, I mean, you're running a fairly large company which is growing rapidly. I know you take care of, mm-hmm. you know, you're very committed to your family, your health, mm-hmm. you know. How do you find time for all these things and, you know, what, what purpose does it serve, you know, for you?
1: So, uh, so first of all, like, finding time, right, is uh, not as hard as what people think, right? Like, uh, is the discipline which is a bigger pain point than, this? just like you said, right, that, you sit in front of like a table chair and then be smart right? Whether it's 200 words, 500, word, 1000 words, right? So I think finding time for me is all about discipline. Do you have the discipline? If you have the discipline, time is right? So I would say what has worked for me is like d right? One is the discipline. I am like highly disciplined in some sense, right? And delegation, right? It's like, uh, so one thing that in the last three, four, five years what that that I think we have done a reasonably good job is getting up with the right team structure and uh, doing the delegation part. Kind right. Of the, right. So, combination of delegation and the discipline kind of thing, wo jata, right. So, I, I'm I a very strict uh, calendar guy. So, I have like uh, uh, things calendarized. Like I get up at like 4.35, I go for a run, come back kind of thing. Then have spent some time with my son, play, play maybe baddie kind of thing and then I work. So, so us calendar, se na, wo wo. You, you'll always figure out like if you want to do something kind of thing you just put that like you say kya hatana hai. so I say Ki, this part I've been doing for this thing this is the right person who can delegate if that right person is not there I'll find the right person kind of thing get him on board it may take 3-4 months do the delegation what right. time ge, right. you take
0: that one so through delegation through, discipline so through discipline delegation you've kind of created your own productivity system yeah. which allows you to do everything that matters to you yeah. in a deep manner you're also not really doing shallow work with a lot of things like lip service you are able to do justice to that so you have like fantastic platform you know great shape you run all these marathons you know, a great business going so looking ahead you know what are, you know your last note you would have written in december 22 so you don't have to share the whole thing here but what are just a few themes that personally matters to you for next 10 or 20 years that you you see yourself investing in a lot of quality time in? so so I'll split that into
1: two one is what I can, I, I genuinely feel I can contribute kind of thing. And one is more uh, slightly selfish side of me, what I want to gain kind of thing, right? So next 20, 30 years, I would say I strongly feel that the impact that, when I say I like, it's ZopSmart overall. At ZopSmart, I think we can have a very strong impact on the retail world, right? So uh, continuing to invest on in technology, building the strong impact over there, right? Some of them will be incremental kind of thing, and some of it can be like totally like uh, out of the blue kind of thing, right? So next 20-30 years, certainly I am quite confident that we should have that impact in the retail, right? So that's the contribution side of that, right? Uh, right? On the selfish side of things, okay, uh, kind of thing. My son is like 11, almost turning 12, kind of thing, right? Personally, I would like to spend lots of time with him in the next five years. Like once he goes to college, I'm pretty sure like. Uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm, I'll, I'll be able to spend that quality time, right? So, at a personal side, like, uh, spending time with my son for the uh, next four, five years, kind of thing, right? The Summarize project that you're talking about, taking it to a shape, and not 20 years, but taking it to a shape wherein I know that I can hand it over to somebody who can take it with a long-term view, kind of thing, And Summarize is not just about the books part, right? Summarize is all about, like, the content is exploding, and right. right? Our... <laughs> Even if medical science takes our life to like 150 years kind of thing, the way the content is growing up, we won't have enough time to consume it. How can I make the content consumption most less than right? So that's the selfish side of me. Like, and hopefully this will the the content part can lead to an interesting business at some stage. But my core focus is going to be how do I contribute in the retail kind of thing? And the selfish side is time with the kid and uh, if something can be done on the content side,
0: kind of outstanding. Looks like you have a lot of clarity about you know what you want to do in the coming decades. I think it's been a fascinating conversation for me. I think everything you've done in your journey about you know taking a lot of risk at different stages of your life, uh, cultivating that you know just strong willpower. At some point, you know, getting into fitness through marathons mm-hmm. and maintaining that habit for last you know 20 plus years, having done 100 plus marathons. Mm-hmm. And your startup journey, I think you know what stands out you took multiple shots at it mm-hmm. and every shot you prove you proved something took something from that moved on you know came back to it eventually you committed 10-12 years you know building something went through one massive pivot navigated the founder dynamics you know business dynamics and so on and you kind know, of eventually at a point where with most people will call success but i think your metric has been you know mm-hmm prioritizing satisfaction way above success success right? you know, keep doing it sooner or later you know you will find you know, success I think lot of lessons I think from a conversation that will summarize you know, as part of the podcast I'm pretty sure lot of listeners will feel motivated inspired you know they will want to follow in your footsteps and probably can shape their own journey any last things you want to share before we wrap no, I said, like the only thing I would say is look, the best things in life are free. So
1: all these things are important kind of thing. It will give you satisfaction, this thing, but always remember best things is always free. So just make sure that you have figured out what is the best thing and that will help you a lot in
0: your entrepreneurship and both your personal journey as well. So hopefully people will make an introspect on what are the free what things the around you that you are not valuing enough and you can. Correct. Start we, start we, there are it. times wherein you don't value that, right? It is right there, you don't value it, and then it's important to get that and then hopefully some of them will get it. Outstanding, on that we'll wrap up uh, Mukri. Great to have you here. thank Thank you very much. All right, thank you. At Sparks, we aim to bring to you stories of exponential impact. We share in-depth analysis of what goes behind success stories. If you find our conversations interesting, you can join us by subscribing to our YouTube channel. You can also listen to Sparks on Spotify, Apple Podcast or any other audio platform of your choice. If you have any suggestions on who we should invite or what topics we need to cover, just let us know in the comments. We are always listening, looking for ways to improve and keep getting better as we go along.